As iron sharpens iron, so one man sharpens another. Or the story, I, I thought the story, I thought it was a good story. I just felt like it was parts of the story that lagged a little bit for me. Your cadence, man, it, it captivated me. Me, it's just the sincerity in the piece. You know, I could feel that, and the emotion is always going with me over when I can feel, when I can feel that it's real. So, it, it was one of those pieces that you know, where you're, you're waking, you're waking people up. You know what I'm saying? Bringing awareness. It was an awareness poem, and I really dug it, and I really dug the message behind it. Thank y'all very much. I really appreciate it. I appreciate the space. Are you ready to enter the dojo? Here, iron, sharpen, iron. lives we make believe from make believe but the mind will make you believe sometimes we have no time for sleep so the day becomes the dream every movement lucid when we do it life is so black and white so we bask in the gray Survival is optimal this way. Suggested life being the result of thought manifested so I can make you want me, love me, need me, right? Because rejection is too black and aggression is only passion when held up to the light. Optimization of opportunity. How do you master it? If you want something, go after it. Don't take no for an answer. If this triggers you, it's because you lack vision. Or the white is too bright. What's the difference between pushy and diligence? Loneliness is similar to starvation. When a lion stalks the lioness, this is self-preservation. Gray, the mainstay to mix colors to discover beauty this way. You, you find your truth is someone's lie. The rain that ruined your picnic is the rose's reprieve. Must we all agree on what I believe? Some... Some shove the world in their mind's eye. Some live under self-imposed conditions, religious restrictions, or conspiracist predictions. Those who will just sing along, regardless of who or why they wrote the song. What if the whole world is off-key to me? I mean, will, will I get a solo? Can I write my own part apart from you? Will you throw me shade? So... Gray, I dream with eyes open. The world seems so gray that day. I don't like labels and titles, assumptions of mental functions. People just be peopling. To some, one and zero will equal ten. Life ain't always comfortable. The black, the white won't always comfort you. And if you black, the white may even come for you. But I know, I know. That's a different poem. Yet to think in black and white is insane. I mean, isn't gray matter just another name 
for the brain. That was an in pain. Shit like that. Shit like that. Shit like that. Shit like that. I said, I want to be above anything else righteous. Upright in my resolve to do the right thing Despite my flaws, shortcomings And my sometimes abnormal behavior I want to be sound in my character Even when my faith wavers I want to be just Endowed with strength and wisdom I want to be the embodiment of patience, virtue and sincerity I want to be a man at peace And not just pieces of a man I want to be the father my father should have been I want to be able to look into the eyes of my firstborn daughter and see the stare of adoration and not the glance of disdain. I want to embrace my pain, savor my struggles and greet my trials with the warmth of a gracious host. I want to be the most I can be. I want to be the epitome of what real is. I want to have the desire to give even when my ability says otherwise. I want to be free of the guise of false perception, deception, and misleading anyone into believing that I'm anything more than just a mere slave of the most high. And this is why I want to have the principles of a sage with the humility of a sinner. The ambition of a loser with the gratitude of a winner. I want to be a supernova, illuminating the way of the lost, awakening the zeal of the weary, transcending the limitations of boundaries. I want to be a roadmap for success, the best of the best. I want to conquest my fears and reinvent them into triumphs. I want to showcase my tears and exhibit them as giant drops of inspiration. I want to bathe in them, bask in the fact that they've washed me clean and now I'm gleaming. Beaming like spotlights Blinding like UV rays I want to be a beacon of guidance For the wayward soul I want to be an infinite prototype For the lives to come How to be a faithful husband Devout father and loving son I want to be my brother's keeper And my sister's protector I want to project the voice of reason Over the unreasonable whispers of complacency I want to smash false stereotypes And rebuild them with the structures of nobility I want to rewrite our legacy Revise our our history and pen our future with destiny's ink with calligraphy that holds the shade of a golden hue i want to imbue the truth in our veins until it runneth over like rich cups of honey cascading over our progeny like the falls of the niagara until its sweetness quenches our thirst until its liquid covers us like ambiotic fluid and rebirth us into a world of anew where there's no blood on the roots of the trees and their fruits aren't strange, but bear the similarities to the nectars of the heavens. And there are no ropes hanging from their branches. And there are no us hanging from their ropes. And we are kings there. And my sisters are queens there. But I'm still here. And above anything else, I just want to be righteous. Shit like that. Shit like that. Shit like that. Shit like that. Okay, okay, okay. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Spoken Soul Sessions. <laughs> What's good? What's good, man? It feels good to be back. It feels good to be back. Oh, my goodness. It feels real good to be back, man. I'm feeling strong. Uh, I'm feeling encouraged. I'm still I'm still recovering, but you know what I'm saying? I'm in good spirits, and I'm, I'm ready to get back at it. So, uh, yeah, welcome. Real quick, man. Let me give a 
shout out to LM, Mama Oladeji, Brother Habib, Geronimo, and Elizabeth for holding me down uh, while you were gone, man. I appreciate y'all. I really appreciate you guys as well, man. You know what I'm saying? Love is love, man. Uh, y'all held it down, man. And um, we just I'm just ready to get back to it, man. And, uh, you know? Like pick up where we left off at, man. You know, you know how life be lifing. But what it do, bro? How was your week? <laughs> or last two months? <laughs> man, you know, bro, a lot been going on, man. Um, you know, I've been concentrating on making, you know, just sending my vibes, making sure we get back to this. But uh other than that, man, this week been crazy, man. You know, the Super Bowl last week, Usher's the talk of the week, and you already know. Same old shit. Same old, same old, man. It's still stuff to talk about, man. It's still tough to get into. What you thought about that Usher, the Usher situation, man? Yeah, overrated, man. But first of all, first of all, let me tell you something, man. First of all, I'm not gonna get into the. I'm not gonna get into my own conspiracist my mindset about that whole halftime show. I'm gonna leave mm. that out of it. I'm gonna just tell you what I do got a problem with. Okay, Usher. Don't be coming out to the Super Bowl with the one glove like the king. Mm. Don't be coming with the one glove like the king. You you didn't pay homage. You didn't say nothing about MJ. You didn't moonwalk. You did nothing. Don't be coming doing a halftime show like you trying to embark the essence of the king. Relax. Yeah. Yeah, they trying, they trying, that, that was a coronation. They trying to, you know, because you know MJ is the reason why we got Super Bowl halftime anyway. You know, it was because of MJ. They they made the big halftime show and all that. And um, I think that was a coronation because I seen your boy in the skirt, man. I seen your boy Usher in the skirt for the for the uh, the press photos for the Super Bowl. And uh, yeah, your boy was in a skirt, man, a straight skirt. And I thought that was odd, man. I thought that was real odd. Man. He liked the weirdos. That's on him. All I'm saying is, don't be wearing the one glove. <laughs> But what about your girl, though? What about your girl, Ice Spice, man? She was looking real devilish, Listen, man. man I'm to, I ain't want to talk about all of that. But you scared? <laughs> she was doing weird stuff with her hands. She was doing weird things up there sitting with Taylor Swift. There was a lot of weirdness with that happening. Yeah, it was crazy, man. It was crazy. I don't want to get into all that. I don't want to get into all that. Y'all know what's up. Y'all got YouTube. Y'all got Instagram. Y'all got TikTok. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Yeah, there's been a lot of stuff going on, man. The biggest thing I heard... Uh, just of late, like the last day or so, I don't know if you heard about the uh the sister who had her daughter, seven year old daughter, and she was uh waxing people, waxing women, coming and getting um bikini waxes and things of that nature. And uh, Black Twitter went up; they 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 went crazy. Uh, what you thought about that? Did you hear about that? I did, man, but that's extra. Yeah, I thought it was weird too, man. But I wanted to see the video because the only thing we seen was pictures. The only thing I seen personally was pictures. But uh, I thought it was a little weird. But in the same vein, you know, why was she doing it? Was she doing it for clout? Was she doing it like to get to get her likes up or whatever the case may be? Or was she trying to display, yo, this is a skill that I have and I'm trying to teach my daughter the skill? Either way, it's kind of it's kind of touchy. You know what I'm saying? Because you you. You got women busting it open and you got your seven-year-old daughter waxing them. It's crazy. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, you know, you know, a, 
I mean, if that's the only skill she got and something that she feel that's a family business and she's trying to pass it on or whatever the case may be, I don't know, man. But uh, I thought that was crazy in the news. That was like, they going crazy on black Twitter for that. Yeah, I see also they hit Trump for like $355 million. He ain't going to never pay this shit. <laughs> Trump the master of not paying people, man. He's the master of not paying people. How the, the the crazy thing is how how is he even campaigning for presidency after the insurrection, after the you know what I'm saying after the the the, the capital the storming of the capital, like they say he was responsible for that. But how is he even? You know what I mean? Like you tried to overthrow the company, and then you become the number one campaign uh, or the candidate for that company to take the job. That that don't make no sense. Kind of weird. Break the rules, man. That's how it goes. Facts. But, um, but yeah, man. When you ready, man? Let's. Uh, I'm ready, man. I'm ready to get, get back. I'm, I'm. I'm. I'm ready to get back in. We got some irons in the chat. I seen we got some irons right. in the chat, and uh, I can't wait, man. I can't wait to delve into it. Let's get it, man. All right, then. Um, first on the mic, we got Candy Baby. Oh, uh, let's bring the queen on up to the stage. Let me give Candy Baby a special thanks. I want to give you a special thanks, Candy Baby, because throughout, you know, the whole ordeal, me recovering, you know, I would, I would get these messages. It was, a, it was a few of you guys sending me messages, encouraging messages, Mama O, you know, that really kept me going strong, and um, I really appreciate it. You know, they say out of sight, out of mind. And, um, you know, you guys really let me know that y'all, y'all was thinking about me. and Y'all was sending me your prayers and your well wishes. I definitely want to thank you for doing that, Candy Baby. I really appreciate you, sis, for real. Uh, don't get me all emotional. I'm a gangster black. <laughs> I'm, I'm just happy that you back. Um, I'm glad that you are on the road to recovery. Missed your vibe up in this joint. You know, like when you get your favorite dish and that seasoning is missing. <laughs> I'm not saying that the other minds didn't do a good job. I don't want to take away. From nah, you can say it. I'm the paprika. I'm the paprika, yeah. baby. You can say it. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. You know? So, you know, uh, I'm, I'm happy you back. Um, let's see. I don't even have nothing new. I was just going to jump on stage when I seen you up in this joint. Either way it goes. Let me find something. I just pulled over. Yeah, I know I'm always in this damn car. Moving. Always, always, always. Um, let's okay. See, I'm I'm gonna start it off with some bullshit, okay? Let's get it. <clears throat> Special girlfriend. Spend the night. Play pretend. Some pillow fights, conversations after dark, stories how he doesn't treat you right. I'll listen intently as you talk. No, I'm undressing you with my eyes. Take another sip of this wine. Relax. Let me oil your back. My hands feel good. A special touch a woman provides. Let me take my tongue. 
and lick the tiny hairs up your spine. I see eyes rolling, head spinning. It feels good. Softly, I caress each breast, taking special attention to your nipples. So succulent like Hershey Kisses. My mouth is warm, and I love the way your body shakes. Seducing beautiful women is my specialty. Soft moans as your mouth forms, and oh, look in the mirror, you're beautiful. Let my fingers take control, find their way to your warm water fortress, glistening my fingertips. Now taste. Let me rub my tongue across your clit, throbbing. I need a favor. Sit on my face. Do kegels on my tongue, wet my face. Now release. Hips gyrate, let me suffocate. Kill me with your juices. All the attention from the attention he missed. Release. I'm sucking until you can't take no more. Be still. Enjoy the ride. Grinding, taking breaks for me to kiss your inner thighs. I hear your whispers. You're welcome for a trip to ecstasy. Now release. Your body relinquish pain he caused. He doesn't appreciate the woman you are. Slow dance on my tongue and release. Your worries for the moment. Release. As you do Kegels on that time, special friend, Candy Baby. Shit like that, shit like that, shit like that, shit like that. Ladies and gentlemen, Dom DeMarco, shit like that, shit like that, shit like that, shit like that. Dom DeMarco, Marco, Marco, Oh, damn. What a way to set it off. <laughs> uh, y'all already know, man. I'm with the girl, girl, actually, man. <laughs> Uh, that was that was very uh, it was erotic, but at the same time tasteful, and um, that was steamy right there, man. I wasn't expecting that right there. Uh, uh, Payne, what you thought about it, man? Um, what I appreciated most about that was the delivery of it. It was real, like slow and methodical. How you kind of was given these demands it was like pa real passive aggressive but it was sexy and i dug your tone mm. and uh it really did what it was supposed to do candy baby yes well thank you what's thank the what's the name of that piece for the record though what's the name of that piece the name of that piece is kegels on my tongue kegels on my tongue <laughs> oh man <laughs> I like that a lot, man. <laughs> yeah, tell your girlfriend, do some Kegels on my tongue. Kegels like on the tongue. Wow. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Grab my tongue. Let's play a game. Grab the tongue. Damn it, okay. man. <laughs> yeah, man. Well, I'm about to get on out of here. Y'all know I don't stay up on this stage too long. But make sure y'all spend y'all week looking good, feeling good, so everything around you is good smelling good and i'm gonna do the same I'll mm. see Hold on, Candy, before you go before you go don't forget yes. tomorrow tomorrow's got how many mics don't forget i will be there fair and square you dig facts with written and pain <laughs> <laughs> see y'all tomorrow then most Bye. definitely what we doing what we doing ll right
Yeah, we're doing that LL Cool J radio album. If y'all want to come to How Many Mics tomorrow, y'all know we'll be right here, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, we're doing that LL Cool J radio. This season, we're doing everybody's rookie album. Um, it's going to be a thing. It's going to be a happening. P. Black is back. All right, next on this mic, Mama Ladeji. Let's bring Mama O on up to the stage. <laughs> Hey, Mama. Welcome back, my darling. Wow. Yes. So good to hear your voice. That poem you did was magnificent. I appreciate yes, you. Yes. I really do you appreciate you, Mama. You had a lot of time to sit down there and write a whole bunch of stuff. I know what, how much I can't wait to hear what else you got. Yeah, I got, I got, I've been, I've been in the lab. I've been in the lab, man, because y'all know. If y'all don't know, I'm doing, I'm, I'm doing this, uh, this ten thousand dollar slam in May. So. I've been in the lab writing these pieces. I got to write five pieces for this slam, and uh, I've been working on that. But I got some joint at the intermission, man. I'm going to play something at the intermission. Oh, wow. I know you guys said, I bet you he's in there in that nice, quiet, sterile environment. (laughs) I don't know what. And all these, uh, what you call it, downloads coming in there, like, you know. When I get out of this bed, when I get out of this hospital, I got something for the ass. I know that's right. Facts. <laughs> you ain't never lie, Mama. I, I definitely I appreciate you for sending me all the encouragement. You know, all of that, all the positive affirmations, it meant a lot. You know, and it definitely kept me in high spirits. I appreciate you, Mama. I love you. Did you get that, uh, that last one about uh, the word ASS? About the ass? <laughs> that was so funny. Yeah, and he said it's the he said it's the most important word in the in a in, in the English language, and he 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 laid that out. It was so funny. But I want to welcome Paul. Paul, I'm so glad to see you down there with your little red ticket. I was having a lot of crisis while y'all was gone, and today I had to call on Paul. I called Paul. I said, Paul, I need prayer. Everything that could happen that could go wrong went wrong. So this is an uplifting thing for me. I don't feel like doing no poetry. I'm just happy to be here. I'll do the one that my family used to do. It's really short, but it's kind of funny. And just make y'all laugh a little bit, because I'm not in no mood to really read anything or recite. It goes like this. The boy stood on the burning deck, eating his peanuts by the peck. The ship blew up. The boy fell in. But he kept cramming those peanuts in. Shit like that, shit like that, shit like that, shit like that, shit like that. You said eating peanuts by the peck. That just brought me back to my grandmother. My grandmother used to always say, I love you, a bushel and a peck. A bushel and a peck. And that's like old measuring measurements. Four pecks go in the bushel. And uh you just took you just you just took me back. You see eating peanuts by the peck. <laughs> Yeah, he was standing up there eating peanuts. The shit blew up. The boy fell in. <laughs> <laughs> People who like peanuts, they don't care where they're going. They're going to keep eating them peanuts. <laughs> I love you, Poetic. I love all of y'all. Love you too, Mama. Pain? Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. You had a comment for that joint Mama just spit? I, I, heard, I, I, I heard Mama spit that before. Mama is... uh. 
Mama's hilarious. <laughs> I love you, Mama. Mama's a character. Plus, I could tell Mama on them edibles. You've been gone a minute, Black. <laughs> Mama, Mama, you know what I'm saying? Now, Saturdays and saying she be on her recreational time. So, uh, I'm going to leave Mama be. <laughs> no more edibles. Y'all. I was in the hospital the other day. They said I got blocked uh, arteries in my neck. So, I ain't messing with my brain. No more. Mm. I already ain't doing right. So, no more edibles. No more nothing. So, Nothing but poetry and love. That's it. <laughs> poetry and love. Thank you. All right, Payne. I'm a Miss Edible Mama. That was, <laughs> that was entertaining. That was good stuff. All right. Um, next on the mic is Elizabeth Carpenter. Oh, let's bring Lizzie on up to the stage. <laughs> cold blooded. What's going on with you, Lizzie? What's good with you, Black? Welcome back. We missed you. I miss y'all too, man. I heard good things about you, man. I heard, you know what I'm saying? Like, you in charge, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Remember Hustle and Flow? Like, you in charge. You made shit happen, man. I appreciate you. <laughs> I appreciate you, Lizzie, man. You came through, man. And, uh, you know, definitely appreciate the well wishes and the love and the prayers, man. It really meant a Absolutely. lot. Absolutely. Damn, so you know we got you. Most deaf. So what you got for the people tonight? All right. Uh, well, uh, I got something for you for Black History Month. Okay. Let's get it. All right. Recently, voices started calling out to me. Echoes from roots past the, we're fighting for equality. And they ask, will there ever be unity? Or will there always be hatred in the black community? And are we really safe in a place where people can't breathe, can't sleep, can't go outside walking down the street without police brutality? Possible not returning safely to their families just because of the color of your skin living in a broken world where you cannot win. A broken system created on the foundation of chasing slaves, racism, embedded stains throughout our history. So why hasn't this mentality changed? And I, I wish there was an honest answer I could give. But there's so much going on in the time that we currently live in these hearts of many with much angst and unrest that there are those who don't get to Say why we need to protest. It started with slavery that ended, but then came Jim Crow. Separate but equal is what was said, but it seems it was still all for show and the disease of racism never saw a cure or remedy. And it was a shame that it took the year 2020 vision for people to start to open their eyes and see. We were told to forget about it, ball it up, lock the door, but... As time flies by, that elephant grows more impossible to ignore. And anyone who labels themselves as a leader is classified as a terrorist or ends up as a victim. And we've grown accustomed to buying t-shirts and digging up plots. This is the lack of chemistry that has brought us nothing but misery. And I'm trying to solve a mystery, but how can we made it to this point in history when black people are historically disfranchised often dehumanized rarely sympathized and justly criminalized vastly criticized badly racist system please 
don't forget their names. Don't let these people die in vain. This is for the 14-year-old boy in Mississippi back in 1955 that if he would have never whistled at a white woman, he would still be alive. Turns out on her deathbed, she admitted he never did. Emmett Till. In 2010, a girl who was just seven years old in Los Angeles, wrong place, wrong time, had an early trip to heaven, Anaya Jones. To the man who spent over a thousand days at Rikers prison, 800 of them in solitary confinement for a crime he never committed, released without a reason, no apology for their mistake, and sadly, he took his own life to suicide, Khalif Rauder. To the young woman who was just there lying in her own bed, just get shot eight times and pronounced dead, Breonna Taylor. To the young man who took a jog around the block for the last time, the only sound he'll ever hear will be shotguns cocked. Ahmed Aubrey. For the queens, Sandra Bland and Letitia Harlan and Rico Boyd and the kings, Tamir Rice, Trayvon Martin and George Floyd. I can go on and on and I hope you can see the picture I'm painting. This is all devastating. Sometimes I feel like I'm close to fainting and it feels hopeless. That so many of us have decided to remain silent and broken families to mothers and fathers not there to get to watch their children graduate to give them flowers, but instead they're putting flowers on their gravestones. Systematic racism where Jim Crow's ideals are legal. No vote, no housing, no job, no food. It's a governmental fuck you, fuck white people. Convicted felony, a harsher penalty just because the color of your skin stuck in a broken system on Route 66 of sundown towns. Silence is a secret killer. And if we don't talk about it and keep it quiet, how will it ever change? And these problems keep getting bigger and bigger and lives are stolen too soon, hunted down, beaten, murdered, blamed, and systematically swept under the rug. How is this just a clerical error when black bodies are dropping faster than the bullet casing of a gun? How is this still happening and why do we continue to let this system be broken? And colored blindness is just a form of silence to justify the systematically, systematically discriminate, perpetuating this radical hate. And all lives matter will never be true until black lives matter too. This is a must in this means as a white person calling out other white people for their racist behavior, even if it means calling out your own family. With education and conversations, we need to open the lines of communications because it's up to all of us to make a stand and make a change. So tell me, where is the equality? And where is the accountability? We need to stop this hostility and this brutality because this, this is an emergency. Shit like that. Shit like that. Shit like that. Wow. Wow. Uh, what's the official name of this piece, Elizabeth? Um, Echoes. Echoes. Echoes of the past. Wow. This right here, man. 
This was heavy. This was heavy. This is a Jane Elliott moment. Uh, if you guys are familiar with Jane Elliott, <clears throat> she uh she do these lectures, and she be doing um a lot of crowds where it be a lot of white people, and uh, she do these little like social experiments and things of that nature to point out all of the racism that that goes on that people just not aware of, you know, and um. This was one this poem was one of those moments. One of those so you do know what's going on. And um you made mention about accountability in this piece. And I think I think that's a real key word. It's a key word. Because a lot of times when people look at the ideal uh, the ideal of racism, you know, they'll look at, oh, that was happen that happened all these 400 years ago there's no more slaves nobody's picking cotton and things of that nature and they think that it's gone but it's, it's very in our system yes it's, it's, it's in everything it's, we watch it's ingrained in the system it's ingrained in the system you know that's why i always puzzle me when when independence day come around and you find black people go hard they'll go hard for independence day then juneteenth come around you don't you don't see them you don't see them because it's ingrained in the fiber of this country. You know, there's blood on the hands of this country that they just can't wash off. You can't hide that blood. You got to become accountable for it. And um, that's what we're getting at. You know, it's becoming so blatant. It's becoming so blatant. And I thought this poem really hinted at a lot of the things. That's, what's wrong with the society? You know, what's wrong with this country? You know? Like uh, you can do a lot of things in this country. You become you can become very successful in this country, but you can't get around how you took a people who helped build this country. You marginalize them. You persecute them. You keep your foot on their neck and to act like it don't exist. is cruel. You know, it's cruel and it's inhumane. But I thought this poem right here was powerful. As an ode to all of the people who lost their lives, the people who were persecuted, put through all types of crazy shit in this country, you know, to see someone, you know, of your of your complexion, to speak out against it, is 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 it's just a testament that we, you know, what I'm saying there is hope, there is hope, you know. To know and understand what's going on and to call it out when you see it. Because that's the biggest problem. You know, it's not like every white person is racist. But you you become complicit when you see it. You acknowledge it. You know what it is. And you don't call it out. Silence is the biggest killer. Facts. But I thought it was a dope piece, Elizabeth. Dope piece. Payne, what you thought about it, bro? Um. There was a lot of passion I felt um, in the way you presented this piece, which I appreciated. Um, also, um, like just the roll call of some of the fallen brothers and sisters that I fell victim to police brutality or racism. Um, I just appreciated the kind of, uh, I don't want to say research, but the kind of uh, acknowledgement um, and that I thought that that was, I appreciated that. Um, I feel like this is the kind of poem that more people need to hear 
coming from somebody um, outside of the black community. Um, because a lot of times, I was just watching something today where it was um, some people feeling like the black community is kind of comfortable playing victim when it comes to certain things and that we don't hold ourselves accountable for certain situations and conditions that we have brought upon ourselves. And uh, some of the stuff they were saying was infuriating. And some of it made me think, but just, I really feel like pieces like this um, outside of our community need to be heard. You know what I mean? So I appreciate you writing this and I appreciate the kind of um, insight and the kind of passion it took to kind of uh, have some kind of knowledge about some of the atrocities that have taken place. So I appreciate that and uh, thank you for coming to share that. Of course, thank you. Definitely, powerful piece, powerful piece. Whoa, yeah, that was heavy right there. All right, Pink. Who we got next on the mic? Elizabeth might pop out with some cornrows. <laughs> Elizabeth in charge. You in charge. <laughs> that was a dope piece, though. I even go in front, man. That was a, that was profound. That was definitely profound. All right, bro. Keeping the train moving. Who we got next on the mic? Next on the mic is the one and only, the legendary Miss Fab. Oh, let's bring Miss Fab on up. Hey, Miss Fab, what's going on with you? I went to unmute myself and then I put myself back on mute. (laughs) (laughs) I saw your back. I was like, I have to get in queue early tonight. So, I appreciate you, Fab. I really do, man. So I um I found this poem called "Hanging in the Balance," and I'm gonna recite it. Mm. All right. <clears throat> this is for those who walk the thin line of life and death, fully aware the wind could push them over the ledge, gambling every moment they have left, heartless, living dead. No time for anticipations, lies smacking them in the chest. Weighed down by others' bullshit, we wear our heart on our sleeves and let kleptomaniacs make their best with our remains. Addicted to tragedy, we adjust to the dark, scrambling for change in hopes to barter a little sunlight, a little hope. We take our agony straight, no chaser, choke down reality till it leaves us longing for more. This goes out to those with lost souls and lost innocence, running away from life yet looking for purpose, waiting for reality to smack them in the face. The lonely who push the world away, who have been betrayed by trust, longing for instant gratification, pacing in the dark, expecting salvation, pleading to be rescued from the demons. Unaware the answers lie within, we build borders and let the bad ones in. We handle fragile hearts roughly, careful to cry when no one is watching. Paint on smiles thick, afraid everyone knows we're just pretending. Lift up sleeves and confess crimson sins. Even perfection feels like dying. 
heartbreak sounds like the perfect rainstorm. Everything around you is screaming for peace, yet you're just drowning. This goes out to everyone who writes about heartache at three in the morning, avoids love songs and movies. Those of us who can't even commit to personal dating sites spend more times on the couch watching Netflix on a Friday night, afraid to sleep. No dreaming will bring them back to the other side of the bed, so we move on pretending to be soldiers. Yet we are just prisoners of an unfair war, walking a thin line of life and death, unaware we deserve so much more. End poem. Shit like that, shit like that, shit like that, shit like that. Wow, this was dope. Did did I hear that this had a rhyme scheme to it? It seemed like this had a rhyme scheme to it at, at times. Accidental rhyme scheme. I hate rhyming because <laughs> I always like Dr. Seuss, so I like snuck some in there. But yes, yeah, because it kept going in and out. But this was right here was like really thought provoking. You know, you said heartless, living dead. You know. The metaphors you used in this piece, man, was, I think, right on point. You was painting a picture. The imagery was just right there on point. You know, uh, when you likened the, 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 the agony to choking and, you know, the crimson tide of sins, you know, crimson sins, I thought that was dope. The wordplay was crazy in this. This, was, this is one of those pieces that if you read it, you're going to get way, way more out of it. You know what I'm saying? Reading it, you know what I'm saying? As just opposed to just hearing it. But I thought your cadence was right. I know Payne going to talk about that, but uh, I thought it was right on point. And I thought um, I thought you did an amazing job with this piece, hanging in the balance. Payne, what you thought about it? Yeah, I definitely thought this kind of piece uh, needed that kind of, like, the kind of pace to the delivery um, because... It wasn't only what you were saying, it was how you were saying it. Um, and th there was a lot of spots in here where I just got a lot of mental imagery and I dug yeah. that. Um, when you said writing heartbreak at three in the morning, I saw that and uh, <laughs> it just made me think about myself. You also said um, <laughs> even, even perfection feels like dying. I relate, I, I just, that that's a poem right there. Mm. Um, I really like this piece a lot, Fab. Um, man, keep digging up, keep finding them, keep finding them poems, man. I, I really have been appreciating listening to Vintage Fab, man. Thank you for coming through with this. Thank you, guys. Most definitely, sis. Oh, man. The night been smoking so far, bro. Night been yeah, smoking. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Night been smoking. Um, we're going to keep this thing moving. Y'all know we taking a mission at 1030. And um, y'all know hand raising stops at 1130. But uh, we're going to keep this thing moving. Next on the mic is the Grio himself, Geronimo. Let's bring the brother on up to the stage. What's going on, Geronimo? What? Good to hear you. Good to see your icon. Good to hear you performing. I'm so glad that you, you know, this process is ongoing, man, and it's uphill. 
I appreciate you, King, for real, man. I really do, man. Thanks for holding it down with pain, man. Like, y'all, seeing y'all all come together, man, holding the show down like that, it was dope, man. It just, it put me in a good spirit. You know what I'm saying? Put me in a nice place, man. I really appreciate you guys, man. Y'all been it was, killing it. It was an honor and a pleasure. You see how many people we had to we had to cycle through in order in order to try to halfway. <laughs> yeah, it was a whole bunch of people, man. It was a whole bunch of people up on the stage, man. But I was like, ah, it's love though. It's love, man. It's love, man. I appreciated it, man. For real, for real, man. What you got for the people tonight, man? pieces it's relative I, I wrote it i wrote it this week you know so i've been i've been working it out uh pain what up bro what's good geronimo man what's good bro i'm looking forward to what you came with brother all right so uh this piece is called um my best friend mm, let's get it my best friend's name is angry We've been friends so long I can't even remember when he was a stranger. Well, truthfully, I think I'm used to the term friend loosely. Yeah, I remember this one time at the school and on the playground, I was playing with Goofy. We were playing on the slides. You know, the, the two one that's enclosed on all sides. Goofy went first laughing and giggling and sat at the bottom of the ride. That left me stuck in the middle of all these kids, claustrophobic, and I screamed in panic with everything I had inside, but that didn't work. But anger was right behind me. He said, that Goofy's a jerk. If, if we're going to get out of here, you're going to have to make him hurt. And I was only six. But I clenched the fist and pitched the bitch, said words I never said before, like, fuck this shit. I swung at this goofy with all my might, slapping and clawing. I might even pinch the bitch. But he screamed. And he yelled. But he got up from clogging the slide up as well, and hell, I felt great. Ignoring his scratches and tears from a swelling face. And that day, I realized anger gets shit done as a teen every day we work out i mean i'd exercise anger i was never afraid because i'd use him as my strength anytime i was in danger we bond over having the same scars like two people having the same tattoo artist that artist's name was life and they might have even been at the same shop at the same time once or twice had conversations about how they dated the same woman. Told girls they were cousins. Even played the Dirty Dozens. I mean, up until Anger got in his feelings and started cussing. And Anger's mom, his mom was frustration. A black nurse who, when annoyed or upset, people asked if it was from her menstruation. And ironically, she never lost her license, even though she lost patience. So with the long hours she worked, anger became a gangbanger. We found there were other people that thought like me, felt like me, and we exercised our anger on the other side just because they ain't like me. After high school, my parents kicked me out. My roommate was a new guy named Fear. Fear had a way of making everything crystal clear of all the rumors and stories he'd hear and I'd listen as his eyes were wide and glisten. Anger would interrupt and tell us to stop all that bitching. And anger became an alcoholic. 
fear graduated college and got a PhD in anxiety. I married loneliness because till death do us part and for better or worse, she stayed by the side of me quietly. Anger left me because after a while, he couldn't no longer protect me. He couldn't keep me grounded. Especially after he caught me counting the, the scars from the people I thought I loved holding the knife, but I lost count gradually. I was too busy making sure the blade was sharp so they didn't tire themselves out from stabbing me. Massaged their hands to make sure they were done being mad at me. He was disgusted by my behavior, me standing there yet again serving another person's anger. But 20 years go by. I catch up with him every now and again. He's sitting at a bar, a glass of whiskey, freshly empty, and we simply reminisce about back in the day. Well, really, it's just me talking, because after all this time, anger really has nothing to say. But the last time I saw him, he said, Geronimo, you know I'm your brother, right? And I just stare at him puzzled. He said, why you think you always saw me with your father when he came home at night? I stay silent. I just think. Then I wave to the bartender and ask for another two drinks. Paul. Shit like that. Shit like that. Shit like that. Down the Monko, Monko. Down the Monko, Monko. Wow, man. <clears throat> Your storytelling ability, Geronimo, man, is uh, is 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 peak, bro. It's like really like it's amazing, man. You got an amazing ability to storytell and um the subject matter you know like you always find a way to just bring just relevant you know topics and shine the light on it in a way to really make a person think like that like that poem you got on black bear that black bear poem you know um in this poem you're highlighting anger you know and um for black men especially, for black men especially, we don't get the benefit of the doubt. You know, um, I got a brother that's like, he's taller than me. I'm 6'3". My brother got to be about like 6'5". And he, uh, and I be telling, he gets upset a lot. You know what I'm saying? He be talking, he gets very passionate. And I, I be telling him like, man, you ain't no little dude. You know what I'm saying? You got you to gotta be aware of how people are looking at you from the outside. You know what I'm saying? You know, you can be intimidating people. You can, you know, you putting yourself a, a, a target on your back. In our community, I think anger is one of the things that uh, that that's most detrimental. You know, for being a black man, something that if you can't control your anger, you can get yourself in a lot of shit. As many people behind the wall, you know, ain't never coming home no more. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause, cause they couldn't control that. And then you talked about the alcohol, you know, the alcoholism, you know, I remember back in the nineties, you had so many people coming through prison because of Cisco. I don't know if y'all know what Cisco is, <laughs> you know, but this cheap ass, you know, tastes like Kool-Aid, but then you don't know what you done did. You done fought the whole Brooklyn. You know what I'm saying? They, you, you find yourself in the pens and you like, what the hell done happened? You don't know what done happened. You know, it, it's not it's not two things that 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 mix as well. You know, and the and the anger, what you talked about was the progressive anger. How you experienced it as a child, and then you said, Well, look, 
this shit get shit's done. It get it get shit done, you know. And um, I thought this just so thought provoking, man. This this piece was crazy, man. It was crazy. My best friend. I thought it was a dope poem, man. Payne, what you thought about it? Geronimo's an excellent storyteller. Um, I've always thought that. And just to double up on Black said, it's your perspective on average, not the average thing, but I just like to always uh, hear your 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 take on things because you, you have a very creative way of taking things and turning them into something like this. Um, this was excellent storytelling. I was really engulfed in, in, in the flow of you telling the story and uh, the way it ended was really like, wow. Um, yeah, Geronimo, man, keep doing what you do, man. I always look forward to hearing um, what you come with in any space, man. So um, I appreciate you, brother. Hey, I appreciate it. And uh, the slide shit, man, that's that's true life. You know, uh, me joining the game, that's true life, man. You know, uh, so, mm. and, and, I, and I was literally six years old when it happened. That was the first time that I, I felt trapped, and that's how I responded, you know, um, and I think we all got a whole lot of stories that we forget to tap into to, you know, just not just to create art, but for us to materialize our experiences. Mm. So this is one of the pieces for me. But I thank y'all for listening. I thank y'all for the kind words and the feedback. Most definite, King. Yeah, that was profound, man. Very thought provoking, man. Word, man. Thank you, brother. All right, Payne. How does uh we got time for the intermission? We got time. Maybe for maybe for a couple of more. Always been a fan of that brother Penn, man. Yeah, there most deaf, man. Most deaf. Most deaf, man. For real, for real. So who we got next on the mic? Next on the mic. You went, you, you went on mute like you like you like you don't gotta let me know who's the next person on the mic. <laughs> uh all right, let's bring Paul on up to the stage, man. <laughs> What's going on, brother Paul? Okay. Now I'm in muted. Okay. What's going on now, man? Y'all uh poetic. Yes, tonight my brother. First night I've heard you spit. And uh bro. It won't be the last. That's all I'm gonna say on that. Most definite king. What you got for the people tonight? I got a little something called uh, Why Do You Fear My Greatness? So, oh, say that again. Say that one more time. Why do you fear my mm. greatness? Why do you fear my greatness? I'm loving the title. Appreciate that. <clears throat> there is something so heinous it defies being given a proper name. Even still, I got to say my piece, even if it's merely to vent. This thing, when viewed in its total hate, its totality, hate is its master. It follows hate with blind loyalty, openly, shamelessly, for the entire world to see. And you could best believe this thing was not heaven sent. The world sees you for what you are. 
parasites, of vampiric ilts of sorts. Surely you have proved yourself as imps rated among Satan's greatest cohorts. Deceptively, you embrace your intended victim and then viciously sink deep your fangs of demonic greed. As usurpers, you suck dry, decimate, defecate, defile, and destroy. Then like a swarm of locusts, after your destruction, you're then off to the next. And oh, the lies you tell, and unbelievably actually believe. Obviously, you're possessed or hexed. You, quote unquote, discover a land where you are benevolently embraced in love. But all you saw was the land's wealth. So you massacre biologically attempts to eradicate. You didn't see the love extended. You instinctively met love with hate. Once you realize you could not erase that strong indigenous race, you created reservations. And in America, slavery was born and accepted so quickly that it abominably became the norm. Your satanic studies showed you the error of your ways. So moving forward, your sole purpose and intent was to cut out the rest and just enslave. Eventually, unto the motherland of Africa, you slithered, astounded, emasculated, and shamed by the regal, civilized, glistening Nubian kings and queens you encountered, who to you seemed oblivious to the natural wealth of that land. Then, true to your nature, once again, it reared its ugly head and millions of Nubians were soon to be dead. Dead to the generational wealth of wisdom, wealth of morals, and the wealth of the symbiotic lifeline to Mother Africa. You took Nubian kings and queens, God's original man, a race born from the dust of that same land from which God blessedly created Adam, the first human and Nubian man. And you dared to label them as property, chattel, even less than the family dog. You fed them from the scraps you wouldn't feed your pet, chicken feet, and the guts and the ears of the pig and such. And we turned it into delicacies, and we mentally survived and physically thrived in slavery. As did you. When you stole your quote-unquote properties, medical wisdom, and inventions, and, and patented them for yourself, proving your arrogant and godless sense of superiority ironically was birthed by the theft of your chattel's intelligence. The brilliance of the Nubian race was and is the source of your ill-gained wealth. Your claim to relevance and fame comes from the greatness of those you have sucked dry. If you could ever jackhammer and chisel the hatred that surrounds your heart, he would drop to your knees and pray God to allow you a do-over and afford you a brand new start. Because nothing, it seems, is beyond the depths of degradation that you would go to to feed off and breed off and need off the greatness of others. For me, personally, the most prolific turbulence birthed from your existence is hatred 
and your arrogance. Every sect, tribe, or race, upon your initial contact, you are met with respect and benevolence. Doors open to you to share with you, to break bread with you. But your quote-unquote wisdom and wisdom are perfect examples of what is wise and unwise. Instead of learning how to fish, during that time in your existence, growing and learning in humility and grateful pride, your wisdom dictated you steal the fish, claim it as your very own, caught by your own hands. As with the generational symbiotic coexistence that died for so many victims of the hatred you injected and infected, like with your discovery of this beautiful inhabited land. Truth upon truth are there plainly for all to see. Some purpose, purposely disguised, but most are blatantly, convictingly, arrogantly, even proudly celebrated and taught. So arrogant, you expose your hypocrisy and unethical democracy, thinking you and you alone had the wisdom to perceive that in truth, it was your master who in the garden of Eve, in the garden approached Eve. So long is your history filled with evidence of how you stole, plagiarized, and deceived. All I can say that would be of any merit or usefulness is I love you and I forgive you. Yet there is one question I must ask of you. Why do you fear my greatness? Poem. Shit like that. Shit like that. Shit like that. Shit like that. Let me talk. All right. I'm going to tell you why, bro. This piece reminds me of a piece of mine called Who Are You? That's the vibes I got when I was listening to this piece, man. It's an accountability poem, okay? It's a poem where we we, we basically looking at, we, we, we putting you on trial. We got you in the, we got you in the witness stand. We asking you to be asking you some questions. When you said you slithered yourself to the, I, I'm paraphrasing. You said you slithered yourself to the mother continent. Yo, man, that whole analogy you did with the fish, we're like, yeah, nah, <laughs> this is my fish. I, I know you've caught it, but this is my fish now. Bro, I love this piece. It, it's, ah, oh, man, it's an accountability poem. It's a poem that brings attention to the fact that, yeah, I'm talking to you. you we all know what you've done. And we bringing it to attention, man. I had to jump out and talk about this poem because it really, 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 uh, it really inspired me, man. And I appreciated this, man. Thank you for sharing this piece, Paul. Uh, go ahead, bro. I'm sorry, man. This piece reminded me of Who Are You. I had to jump out. Yeah, this 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 was one of those pieces, man. Why my fear? Why you fear my greatness? Uh, you had made mention. As I was writing this down, you had made mentions like, I don't know, the serendipity, whatever you want to call it. But you had made a reference to wealth of wisdom. And at that, at that moment when you had said that, I was writing down treasure chests of wealth of wisdom in this poem. Knowledge, accurate, 
uh, you know, details about what happened, you know, and um, a lot of times, you know, people forget, people forget you, you brought light to the patents, you know, America is a strong country, man, superpower, you know, why, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, the, the things that they were first in doing the industrial, the, the, the industrial America, you know, uh, Henry Ford being, uh, the, creating an automobile or whatever the case may be, you know, all these things, you know, the, uh, what's the other, the, the Wright brothers creating the airplanes, you know, first ones to fly, which is all bullshit, which is all bullshit. You know, a lot of the times, man, you go back and you search history, a lot of those patents of a lot of a lot of inventions, some of the inventions we get credit for, but a lot of them that we don't, you know, came from black minds. And to add insult to injury to, you know, to try to convince a people that they're less than because of the color of their skin, which everything that you owe to this country to be great in came from us and i'm not just saying that just to be cocky or or disrespectful it's the truth you know look at the music look at the music you know everybody want to come to america and party you know i'm saying all of these genres of music come from us from our struggle from our pain it all comes from us you know and um that concept like lupe lupe said in in one of his tracks he said how native caretakers could barely understand how can land be owned by another man. And then he, then he went to the analogy is the, is the air run by the, by the birds. Do the fish run the sea, you know, to, to claim ownership of something that was already here, that you discovered something that was already there. It's, it's crazy, you know, and um, it speaks to the kind of, you know, atrocities for people who don't know what we've been through in this country. I thought this was a plethora of just different examples of the hardship that we had to go through and how, you know, because they say history is, is, is written by the victor. You know, how, you know, we, we come to have this such a, a lowly point in history. And they try to just keep it in our, our forefront where they saying, oh, you were slaves, you were slaves. This is not, slavery is just a small part of who we are as a people. That was a, 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 a minor bump <laughs> as far as legacy is concerned. You know, like the greatness of us and who we are and to deliberately try to uh, marginalize the people and say that you're less than is crazy, man. It's crazy. And then try to assume the image of the shit they created. It's crazy. But uh, this poem right here was very thought provoking, my brother, you know, um, being the fact that it is Black History Month. Poems like this is just is just relevant no matter what time of the year it is. But to hear this type of piece during this time, you know, it means a little bit more. And um, I thank you for coming through sharing that, brother. Really, really look forward to hearing more of your work. Oh, most definitely. I appreciate the platform tonight. I also have to thank Mama O for sending me the information about the show tonight. And I really wasn't sure what I was going to do until I heard Elizabeth spit her piece. Mm. And that, that that's what clinched the deal with this one. So thank you, Elizabeth.
Yeah, that was fire. Yeah. I appreciate the platform. And uh, Sunday night, tomorrow night, 8 o'clock, if y'all ain't doing nothing, come on by the Inspiration Factory. That's where we do poetry through praise. But we're going to talk about love tomorrow. Mm. 319-527-6300. Press 1 to get on the mic. I'd yeah. love to hear from you guys. Throw that in the chat, too. So Throw the number in the chat so the people can know about it. Got you. Most definitely. Once again, appreciate the platform, Kings. Most definitely. Thank you. Appreciate you, Thank too, you, King. Brother. Thank you, brother. One love, one mic. God bless you all. Right, man. This was the first half. This was the first half to remember, man. You know what I'm saying? This was the first half to remember. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that piece right there was it. That was it. We got Listen, to- bro. We might as well go on the intermission. Uh, try to see some more of this dunk content oh we might as well go oh the man you don't right mean, I, I don't mean got it on and all that don't be he's throwing it in my face and all that man oh i thought you, yeah uh, <clears throat> all right oh sorry bro all right yeah oh i ain't watching it either i ain't watching yeah it all right yeah sure cool. you're not sure you're not, I'm not sure. watching anything <laughs> i'm just focused on uh what we're doing here tonight listen we're about to go into intermission y'all <laughs> i see you elizabeth we're about to go into intermission um, if you want to get on mic, please put iron in the chat. We stop, um, we close the queue at 1130. Promptly. Promptly. And, uh, we appreciate y'all for rocking out with us, man. P Black, I'm glad you're back. Let's go into this intermission while I don't watch this dunk contest. All right, man. We about to get into it. personal perceptions may not meet the reflections of the masses and you would ask this why would we care but we do so we pursue these expectations then ensue its consequences and thus before long we're statistics set in stagnant standards the infinite hamster wheel or infinite rat race Still rodents, we scrap and scurry to the next trophy or the lack thereof, anything to validate us, never mind if they violate us. We keep face, we keep the pace, and we keep the chase. The chase is what's at stake, so we embrace it, have faith in our delusions, so now it's gospel. What do we do with the resentment? Burrowed deep within like moles, the holes more pronounced, harder to conceal as they reveal that of which we're ashamed. So really, what's the aim? 
if we can't frame who we are without breaking the mirror, without the terror of seeing our own reflection, seeing the reasons why we face our demons and they're beautiful. They don't define us. They find us at our most vulnerable state with acceptance. Despite our vices, in spite if we cut our noses, despite our faces, there's space to be present. And it's beautiful. Spiritual even when we're uneven. There's an honest truth that gives us peace. And I bleed to have it. For one second, relishing its splendor. No mask, no facades, no pride to subside, no egos to circumvent, just this truth and the proof of it all. That we all fall from grace, faced with disgrace at some point in time, but this time is specific. Whether right, wrong, or indifferent, today I'll be consistent with me. Today you'll be accountable for the stones you throw. For the lies you've told, for all of your inconsistencies, subtle and blatant, take responsibility for these vacancies of which you used to reside. How dare you hide your hands? How dare you justify false narratives in the name of naivety? Call upon the Most High to witness your blasphemy. Have you no shame? Blame the world for your decisions to make you sleep at night, but tonight is your reckoning where it all comes to a head. That which is dead cannot encompass the living. Today I am vindicated with this healing, and I release you in all capacities, from your wayward delusions to all of your convenient excuses. This abuse will cease. This beast will starve. Carve these memories out of my psyche. Protect my offspring from this redundancy. This curse has been broken. And this poem is its token that each word spoken shall come to pass. Not one jot or tittle misplaced. Be these stanzas upheld. And until you do right by me, everything you erect will fail. You can't sell this regret nor purchase redemption. Your salvation is contingent upon your intentions. So let it be. Perhaps we can find a road in which we can be redeemed. Yet that remains to be seen. And I hope you get this. And in the meantime, I'll love you from a distance. Which is more than you deserve. So much more than you deserve. Body sent to the depths of the sea, who drown lungs bursting, thirsting to be free. Dark-skinned beings being deployed into the darkness of the abyss. This, this is where I exist. 
the mist where I persist, the spirits I inhale empty the veil, demons will test you. When stressful, then aim to possess you, mocking God while tempting to bless you, using words to spell cast. You know the part, the flow, the spark, microphone blown apart. Fuck. Part in the French, bone apart, still raw, tear flesh and bone apart, my God. Mind of a God body while in God's body. It's the gods that I embody. No matter who you name, son, even if you name the sun, whichever flame or fire, I'm the same one. Combo, five shells, same gun. They try to divide us, we remain one. I'm known, I've known a lot of poets since they were kids. I said, I've known a lot of poets since they were kids. But they ain't remain one. Combo. Ain't no eye in that. My team, well, ain't no eye in that. Our spot, I see you eyeing that. Come through, find me wherever they sharpen iron at. When you spit, I want to mute that shit. I've been holding my piece so long, I'm about to shoot that shit. What that pen do? Cultivate content people are into. Can it sell out a venue? What's the bragging rights about? When your pen writes, well, there ain't nothing to brag about. I lay my life on the line, meaning it's my life on these lines. Every piece from me, a piece of me. I often find departed parts of myself in crumbled pages. Ain't no second drafts in the chapter of life. I am the muted voice of the noose, the neck. My heart beats the drum of the rebel. I am my master's nightmares. I am my great, great, great-great-grandfather's daydream. I am ancestral joy deployed. I am the life they never enjoyed. I am hidden joy, the boy taught to read, became me, they are we. I am the embodiment of every body sent to the depths to the sea, who drowned, lungs bursting, thirsting to be free. Dows in pain. Shit like that, shit like that, shit like that, shit like that. Yeah. Yeah, we back, we back, we back. I had a little technical difficulties there, but uh, we made it through, man. You know what I'm saying? First time back getting in the, in the saddle. Lab, bro, you dropping tracks, tracks <laughs> and all that. Yeah, man, I was in the lab, man. You know, I was in the lab, man. I got some more too, man. I was in the lab, man. I was, I was, I was cooking some stuff up. You know what I'm saying? You put a poet with a piece of paper and a pen, things is gonna happen, man. But yeah, that was that piece right there called "Love from a Distance." That's a very uh, no, for me, a liberating piece. <clears throat> I was going through some things, man. I think that piece right there liberated me from a lot of the bullshit I was going through. And uh, yeah, man. But yeah, I've, I've been writing though. But yeah, man, we ready. We ready to get the second halves going. Yeah, we're gonna keep this soul train rolling, man. Next on the mic is Saint Nehemiah. Oh, man, let's bring Saint on up to the stage, man. <laughs> What's going on, Saint? Hey man, I'm chilling. Uh enjoying enjoying the night, man. Uh, everybody's pieces are fire. Especially y'all last two pieces, man. That, those are crazy. Appreciate you, King. Appreciate you, man. Uh yeah, so I wanted to do a piece called Freedom. Uh it's a new right. 
Uh, so it goes like this. You might have. Uh, can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Okay. I'm sorry, brother. The mic is yours. Oh, okay, my bad. Uh, so this poem is called Freedom. I am my ancestors' wildest dreams because I haven't bought into the lies of our enemies, nor have I taken sides with our enemies, nor have I forgotten that we still have enemies, both inside and out, because all skin folk ain't kin folk. In other words, I am not hoodwinked, bamboozled, led astray, or flat out deceived. Neither am I anyone's coon, Uncle Tom, Jive Turkey, or a token Negro. In other words, I am not a Mason, neither do I belong to anyone's fraternity. I am reaching for eternity. So no, I am not a Republican or a Democrat, nor do I belong to any branch of white Western Christianity. I am not compromised. Neither will I compromise. Neither do I negotiate with terrorists. I am completely led by the Holy Spirit and the Bible alone. So if you don't like what I'm saying, cry me a river. Go home. Because I'm not going along with this culture. This is the voice of real revolution, and I want freedom. Real freedom. Chains and boats, crops and ropes, unjust laws and gun smoke. Blah! Then the wise old man said, rocking in his chair, until you're ready to die for it, you'll never have your freedom. So I looked him right in his eyes and I said, give me freedom or give me death. Then another man asked, how did these die? Well, he died on the boat ride here. And this one, they pulled limb from limb in front of his whole family. And this one, they hung him and then set him ablaze after removing his genitals. And this last one, they shot dead, emptying all three magazines. Witnesses say it sounded like a firing squad. All of these black and brown bodies are all clearly dead, but the tears still flow from their face like a river. I've tried my hardest to let it go, but everything in my spirit is saying no, and the tears still flow like a river. But now they are unseen in the heart of every black and brown revolutionary. There lies the invisible ink written on their pupils that can only be seen when their tears fall from their eyes. It reads, Father, forgive us. You were right. We will do it your way. Please lead the way. And breathe into us the promised wind and deliver us once again from this last captivity and bring us back into the land of our nativity, lest our adversaries think themselves to actually have this victory. Can you hear it now? The sounds of freedom. The people are shouting, our God will deliver us. He did it before. He'll do it again because now we are no longer scared of the barrels of their guns and we no longer want to seat at their table or even eat at their table. We want freedom and we want freedom now. Real freedom. Say it with me. I am my ancestors' wildest dreams and no, I am not gang banging or twerking on anybody's television screen. Say it with me. I am worth more than that. But I am still haunted and tormented 
by the screams of yesteryear of our ancestors' boat ride here and the continual genocide that still takes place right here in the U.S.A. Black history, black history, black history. Did you know during the slavery that New Year's Day was one of the worst days of the years for slaves because it could be the last day that they ever seen each other, but yet we don't know the history. And when our parents or our teachers try to tell it, they keep trying to tell the bright sides of history, but yet a day that should be turned into a day of mourning for us at least, we celebrate with our captors, their new beginnings to their false gods. What are you really celebrating? No, I understand and them, I said you. There's still more work to do. We still need liberation. They still owe us reparations, but more than anything right now, we need God's participation, but we must repent to get that. We have to turn back to our God. Not like they taught us, but as the Bible really teaches us, because I'm done voting, marching, and begging this new Pharaoh to change his laws. I'm ready to die for my freedom now. Because I don't know about you, I'm tired of this illusion of freedom. I want real freedom. No more chains, boats, crops, ropes, unjust laws, and gun smoke. Bow! Then the wise old man said, rocking in his chair, until you're ready to die for it, you'll never have your freedom. So I looked him right in his eyes and I said, give me freedom or give me death. Say la. Oh. Shit like that. Shit like that. Shit like that. Dumb the monko, monko. Dumb the monko, monko. Yeah, Saint, you get the you get you get the trilogy with that right there, man. You get the Don DeMarco's, the horns and all that, man. Uh yeah, man. That that was it right there. Freedom. Freedom. <laughs> Reminds me of that piece from um from Slankston. Nigga, you ain't free, you dumb. This shit right here go hard, man. The 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 whole thing about the enemies, man. That whole stanza about the enemies. How you still see them as enemies. You know, it reminds me of this uh I forgot where I heard it from, but I heard this this guy talking. And he was saying that uh he said if 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 a people conquer you, this 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 victory of theirs will be forever if you don't see them as your enemy. And if you see them as your enemy, this victory of theirs will be short lived. You know, because there will never be a time where, oh, we ain't got no time for no integration. We ain't got no time for no, we trying to make it right and kumbaya. You, you came here, you conquered me, and um, I'm going to get my lick back. This poem right here, man, it, it, it spoke a lot about that, and it spoke about your convictions. Your convictions as a, as a scribe, as a poet, man. And uh, this was a powerful piece, bro. This was a powerful piece, man. Like really powerful piece, man. I felt it. It was so many so many gems in it. And the delivery was 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 right on point. You know, and and I felt full. You know what I'm saying? Cuz you be doing short pieces at times. But I felt full, man. You know what I'm saying? This this was it right here, man. Great job, St. Nehemiah, man. For real great job, man. Payne, what you thought about it? 
Um, again, man, this is one of them accountability poems, man. I'm feeling the vibes up in here, man. This feeling, yeah, feeling man. Abolitionist, feeling real abolitionist vibes up in here tonight. I'm feeling it, man. Um, I definitely, definitely second black man with, the, I, I, I just, I, I just like, um, I just like the accountability in this poem, man, and calling people out on their shit, man, and just paying recognition to the type of atrocities that we've gone through to get where we are, man. And I just really, really, really appreciated you coming through with this piece, Saint Nehemiah. Yeah, this was it. Most death, bro. Yeah, this was this was hard, man. This was hard, man. This was hard right here. Yeah, this is a poetic black vibe, man. You know what I'm saying? It's the black in me, B. Make it so hard to shine, B. <laughs> oh man, I'm feeling the vibe, man. Let's go, man. Let's keep the train going, man. Who we got next on the mic? It looked like Boo left. So that means next on the mic is Lexi. Oh, let's bring Lexi on up to the stage. You want to buy some death sticks? There's four smokes left in the pack. There's seven of us, but Twigs is only six or nine or whatever. And Matt's a fucking weirdo. He wouldn't even touch himself. I said he won't touch a square. He doesn't smoke or drink, and he's still a virgin. Will the real slim nerdy sit down way the fuck over there? We're only one short, short. So I strike a match and inhale a hit of jaded smoke. Breathing nicotine as my heart rate hops at a new pace. Tobacco burnt the butt. Took that shit to the face. Now the poison frog about to croak. So I pull loose another Lucy and push it in my pocket, feeling kind of gay for putting a fag in my jeans, but this way nobody will know that I copped it. You don't want to sell us to the sticks. Ziggy stuck between my lips. Strut my stuff, still a stealthy puff. Cough as I stamp out the cherry. One choke is too many. This girl gets choked up enough. I smoke for sex appeal. Just the tip, just for tips, a star blaze, burning bright lips, lashes, heels, nails, and hips. Lucky strike, lucky streak, break into song and dance, super freak, but it's the sig that's for show, show off, show girl, the only star, like my siggy all suck fast, finishing with prepaid time, about to go, returning the prop after snapping some smoky eye pits. One and a half cigs left over, staring back from the pack like a couple of pricks. You want to go home and rethink your life. Jot on one side, a systematic star calling card. I'm sure we come off as both head and hair fried. I laughed to myself in lower bowl with a shard. I consider the shadows and how they entered my vision. I contemplate smoke as a portal to the shadow dimension. Maybe a direct line to shadow meth being cooked in a lab in some shadow land kitchen. I wonder if shadow indigo goes through shadow version simultaneously switching. I switch the untouched stogie for a crumb of clear and stash my last before I start glitching. Lexi's kind of a bitch, but 
she's my bitch and the drugs will redirect her reckless bitching. I don't want a scientist. Snuck to the front just to take a rare ill-advised peek. Already ill with constant nausea because everybody else insists that they tweak. Great. Between the crystalline gel cells and cancerous coffin nails, our breath and clothes both fucking reek. I'm going back to my room before I see somebody who might expect Matt's voice of reason to speak. I want to go home and rethink my life. The sinful queen of this pride. The reigning goddess of head, no pun intended, but shit's already been said. Like things I overheard and oversaw, and I don't mean Jade's lesbianic urge to eat pink. I overestimated the ability to cooperate Kokon. I can only count on fagged-out fragments to miscount and underthink. Crystals and speed. The night eagle flies freed. I burn through one sig to honor the inner kid. Then one more in remembrance of the sacrificial bitch we burned for our bid. Half a stick with our lip print given as gratitude to Mother Earth, sigil revisited yearly. Or alternatively, one altar must be offered up equal worth. For much came from the harvest. Much must be rebalanced to new. Out of one sacrifice, seven lives started. Into the dreams of one, seven entities grew. Performers, princes, pets. Complete, yet they're broken. Shadows dance free from the flames to the persons who woke them. Each with a matching rhythm to the brain magic prayers prior spoken. Seven shattered souls. One sacrificial altar. Smoking. Shit like that. Shit like that. Shit like that. Shit like that. Down the Mongo. Mongo. Down the Man, I like, I like how you write, but it's your cadence. Um, you really know how to manipulate your cadence when it comes to whatever uh, poem that you recited. Um, but that whole part after you, uh, I don't remember, something about the portal, shadow, the shadow dimension, that whole part, when you got into the shadows, I love that, man. That was epic poetry. I really, really dig what you do with your pen black, man. What's up? Yeah, man. This was what's the name of this piece, Lexi? Um, this piece is just like I gotta check because I never be naming my pieces after things that like make sense. Um unconventional ceremonial convention. Unconventional ceremonial convention. Yes. Wow. Yeah, this, like, I agree with pain. Like, you do have a way in your cadence, you know, the way you deliver the poem. But besides that, the the writing itself is on an elevated level. You know, uh, you you do have a way, like the whole the whole cigarette scheme. You know what I'm saying? How you how you play with the with the fag in the in, in in your jeans and that was that was dope. 
it was a it was a crazy play on words and you like you exhausted the theme to it like you went through so many different metaphors going with the cigarette and then just the storytelling like this 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 is something that you can enjoy hearing but at the same time if you read it you be like wow because that the level of writing is is there and um since you've been coming to this show man you never you never disappoint you never disappoint and this was no exception this was a this was a profound piece man i love the way that it was uh it was delivered and i just love the construction of it you know this is elevated writing you know and you know it when you hear it and um this was this was you did a great job you did a great job I, I love coming in and hearing the feedback, so I appreciate you both. Most definitely. Most definitely. Welcome back again, Black. Oh, uh, thank you. I appreciate it. I really appreciate it. Oh man, it's been a this been a phenomenal night of poetry. What you think, facts. Payne? Facts, facts, facts. Lexi, we appreciate you. Facts, bro. Yeah, man. I right. you getting close to that time. You want to get to tell the people to uh, you know. Yeah, listen, eleven thirty. The queue will be closed. So if you ain't put iron in the chat yet, you need to do so before then. Because we're not going to hear you if you don't. <laughs> oh, man. Who we got next on the mic, man? This Yo, this right, might be crazy. This up. Next on the mic is St. Moche. I hope I said that right. St. Moche. 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 We'll find out. Welcome to the show. Okay, I said it right? Yeah, you said it right. It's Moshe. Right, cool, Moshe, cool, 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 okay. How you doing, thank, King? Thanks for coming through. Yeah, thank you guys. Thank you for having me. You know, it's my first time up here, I think. All right. I'm 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 looking forward yeah, to hear what you, you got. With a red ticket, so I was thinking, but I'm pretty sure I would have remembered your name. And so I'm glad you made it through here, man. We're looking forward to hearing you. This is another Saint. We got Saint Nehemiah, now we got Saint Moshe. I, I definitely want to hear. I want I want to hear where you where, where you coming from, brother. Yeah, Saint, Saint Nehemiah is my boy. That's that, that's my friend. Y'all do sound alike, man. <laughs> I didn't want to just put it out there like that, like, but y'all do sound alike. Maybe y'all from the, the same place or whatever, but y'all, y'all definitely sound alike. <laughs> man, right on. Hey, well, this is a uh, this is a new piece I wrote. It's called Whoa. Whoa. All right, let's get it, brother. All right. Whoa. Whoa. Woe to the inhabitants of the earth. You will soon receive pain where you once had mirth. And like a travailing woman suffering in birth, you shall cry and cry as you go from plenty to dearth. Woe, woe, woe unto you wicked of the lands and to all the sellouts who fall into their hands. That which is then and that which is then is now. So history demands that you always show up in the sands of time. But this is the bottom line. Yes, the divine design. God's prophecy is history forever entwined. Woe to you, you wicked in the lands. The day of the Lord's anger comes. And who shall be able to stand? I know who. If you a saint and you know it, clap your hands. 
But all you who sit in the darkness to lead the world wrong with the hidden hand, you shall not stand. And as you make your homes in the clefts, as your ancestors did, <laughs> even there, you can't hide from God's plan. Woe, woe, woe unto you lost souls who call evil good, who treat your brothers as foes, who hold hands with the enemy, who once gave you many blows, who sprayed you with a fire hose, who fed your bodies to the crows. So many woes for you traitors to your race, brand new Judases, given your oppressor an embrace, even giving him the kingdom that God gave you? Huh. So what God gave you, you forsook. I never thought I'd see Jacob give back what he took. Woe to you lost souls. I pray you have ears to hear. You forsake a culture so near and dear, a culture from our father, an insight to his ways. For what? Oh, I know your enemy's culture and pagan holidays. Woe unto my brothers and sisters. Woe, woe, woe to the inhabitants of the earth. Will the king find faith or senseless mirth? When he returns, will you be faithful and true? Or will one of these woes apply to you? Selah. Shit like that, shit like that, shit like that, shit like that. Whoa. All right. All right, Moshe, St. Moshe. I see you coming in and you uh you laying it down, man. I, I really, I really dug the conviction in this piece. And you know, when you first said whoa, you know what I'm saying? I, I know some people thought about, you know, the black rob, whoa. I'm like, like, whoa, like, you know what I'm saying? But uh the woe that you're using is uh, a very powerful woe. You know, very powerful, whoa, you know, to be aware, to make yourself aware, uh, take caution of, you know, and um, throughout this piece, you express that, you know, um, I really dug the convictions, man. I really dug the the, the stance of where you're, 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 uh, you're spitting from, you know, um, you know, putting people on to what's going on. You know, a lot of things divert us. A lot of things, you know, uh, distracts us at times. You know what I mean? And um, a good reminder is 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 beautiful to have. And um, this was this was powerful, man. This was a powerful piece, man. It's very thought provoking. What you thought about it, Payne? You on mute, bro? My bad. Um, I dug the uh, the conviction of the poem, um, and uh, I I. <laughs> I too thought when he said "whoa," I was thinking more like. <laughs> I know you. I know you always think about Black Rob. I know you was thinking about that. I was thinking W H O A, but uh, I'm very familiar with "whoa" in the biblical sense. <laughs> to those who uh, fill it in, but um, I dug that. Um, I just, you know, you said it was a new piece, so I look forward to hearing it again when you get a little bit more comfortable with the piece. But um, I definitely felt the vibe of the piece um, and the conviction in the poem, man. And I appreciate you coming through sharing that. Thank you all. Thank you for the feedback and thank you for having me. Most definite, King. Most definite. You you people's with Saint Nehemiah. Saint Nehemiah, man. He got you know what I'm saying. He got he, he whole weight over here, man. <laughs> 
you know that was a powerful piece man that's 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 my brother you know that's that's my inspirational brother definitely man definitely oh man all right pain all right man the train is coming to an end p black you're my inspirational brother (laughs) (laughs) all right bro who we got next coming on the mic man Remember, it's only 15 more minutes to uh to put that iron in the chat. So if you're going to put iron in the chat, throw it in the chat so you can definitely get up on the stage. But who we got next, bro? Next on the mic is Omari, man. I oh, think his brother. brother. Penn, man. I'm looking yeah, forward. man, bring that brother on up to the stage. <laughs> What's going on, Omari? How you doing, brother? man it's good to see you back in action brother i was praying for you uh thank you man i appreciate it thank you man i really do appreciate it my brother um all the prayers all the prayers and the well wishes man i really appreciate it man thank you yeah written in pain was holding it down man while you was gone yeah yeah man i heard man people was giving me reports and all that man tell me what the show was doing man but my brother held it down man he came he held it down man i think all all the people that came through man showed love too man definitely i appreciate you for that man because everybody else that came up here was basically making me feel like (laughs) i was running the show in syndication so i appreciate you No doubt. <laughs> All right. So should I just get into the piece here? All right. What's the name of the piece first? It's called Seven Reasons. Southern Reasons? <clears throat> seven Reasons. Oh, Seven Reasons. Oh, all right. Yeah. Seven you Reasons. got the mic, bro. When you ready, we ready, bro. All right. Let's get it. All right. Seven Reasons. You should not masturbate with Vicks VapoRub. <laughs> this is my living testimony. One, to start out with the most painfully obvious, that shit burns like a motherfucker. Two, surely no one has to know except for that weird dude in the mirror who will always remember your lowest level of testicular desperation. Three, if a man just has to cry, this should not be the reason your dick doesn't need decongestant. Four, when you get the clamoring, stalking fire of this demonic ointment down your pee hole, the incendiary flushing of the unholy purification will render you unnaturally animated. Then, here comes the prayers. The embarrassing prayers, the, the, the new leveled up promises to God, prayers that surprise you while you are already living the most surprising moment of your life, prayers like, dear God, I know you have jacked off before too, so please do not forsake me. Or, or God, if I'm ever granted an opportunity to send my unmarried penis into vaginal exploration mode again, I will refrain from, from the highest level of consensual invites, even if I land myself onto an all-Wakanda warrior woman planet known for clean, no-holds-barred, always-available fucking. Five. Just after you have chosen to be a terrorist to the only sperm dispenser that God will ever give you, you will probably get a loud knock at the door. It will be the police. The neighbors caught them. Yes, you were screaming that loud. Six, I don't want to die. 
not during the very time I chose to use the only available lube in the house, only for loved ones to find my brain and heart dead, but discover my dick death clenched in my hands, still twitching like what is left of Lauren Hill's career. Seven, I never wanted to be a sex addict. I never wanted to be addicted to anything so much that it controls me into making obviously bad decisions. I never wanted to know addiction from any position beyond what I already knew. To me, addiction is like a father, one that I love, the only one I know, the one that could never, I could never help. He was the self-medicating hero whose first hit, first needle, first smoke never stopped. I saw my addiction coming early, so I promised myself one thing. For the rest of my life, everything will be in moderation. Knowing that addiction is in my blood, I have to be careful. I found myself seeing my father in the mirror when I think about having a drink at home alone. I never liked the taste of liquor, but I love the relaxation. I don't think I will ever fall in love with alcohol because of the trauma of my father thrusted upon my life, but if I'm honest, women have been my addiction. And much like my father's alcoholism, I'm sure that my inability to stick and stay has hurt women who have loved me. I guess I treated them like gin on ice. Maybe shot glass sex scenarios can become more than gratification. If I'm honest, I didn't understand love or how to achieve it to keep it real. I found the scent, the touch, and the feel of a woman to be so intoxicating that it was really, I was really hoping that a woman's vagina would satiate me and medicate me. And if I had not lost my dad years ago, I probably would have never unpacked my issues and made the connection, even though my first warning sign turned my dick a different color for a few weeks. So here I am, another poem about my dad, another poem about my dick, and another poem to find my therapy. And at the end of it all, I still wouldn't mind fucking my dysfunction away. Shit like that. Shit like that. Shit like that. Yonder Monko, Monko. Yonder Monko, Monko. Yeah, man. This right here was fire. This was fire. This was fire. Uh, I love the, it was, it was the intro. Great comedic you know, introduction to uh to lighten the mood and to like, you know, to, to relax your listener, your audience. Cause I'm like, yeah. I thought this was going a whole nother way. And throughout the comedy, you know what I'm saying, you managed to touch light on, you know, addiction. Serious, yeah. a serious, a serious issue that we deal with. And um, you're not the only one, brother. There's a lot. There's a lot of men. You know what I'm saying? That's addicted to women. You know what I'm saying? Addicted. And uh, this was crazy, man. This was crazy. The Vicks, the the Vicks vapor rub, that joint just it just took me. I was like, oh snap! And then I was invested. I was invested in the rest of the poem, and I love the way you pivoted and brought it back to a topic that we can just think about very thought provoking stuff that we can we can apply you know um i thought this was a phenomenal job man and i and i thought the delivery was right on point in the setup because i fell for the setup i, I definitely i was like yo <laughs> he just caught me with this one but uh yeah great job omari man great job man yeah, pay what you thanks. thought about it pain bro <laughs> this man said <laughs> Testicular deprivation. <laughs> I was done after that. I was done. I was done after that. This was 
this was great, man. This was witty as fuck. Um, it was witty as fuck, man. Mm. And uh, just the way I call it edu- I don't call it that. It come from KRS One. The the way you edutain in this piece where I'm laughing, but you also addressing the issue, man. It was that was this was excellent, man. I, this is very this is very close to being my favorite piece of the night, man. And uh, thank you for coming through and sharing that, man. I was very <laughs> I enjoyed this, man. Thank you, brother. For sure, man. For sure, I appreciate it, y'all. Thank you. Definitely, man. Great job, bro. <laughs> yo, the vape the vapor rub that shit took me out. I was like, yo. That's uh, I told seven these seven reasons. I thought the reason was gonna be something, you know what I mean? It's like, oh, this is about to be some deep shit. Like <laughs> seven reasons why we are kings. Seven reasons why you know what I'm saying. <laughs> seven reasons why we gonna overcome. And yo, that joint took me out. I was like, yeah, that was dope though. But I became invested after that. That was dope. That was dope. I right, bro. Uh, All right, so listen, y'all. By the time this next poet is done with their piece, air raising will be closed. So if you're trying to get in, get in there. Like, uh, yeah, it's the last call, last so call for the bar. You, you want to get right, one last right. one for the road? Let's get it in there. So I listen, dope female. If you're trying to get on the mic, just put iron in the chat, and I got you. Um, so by my documentation, next on the mic. First lady of the combo. Oh, let's bring the beautiful Miss Light Skin on up to the stage. Let's go. Hello. Hello. The queen is here. What's going on? And light to the family, man. What's going on with you? Welcome back, my brother. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good, man. I got my step back. Oh, man. Ah, thank you. What you got, Queen? I know it's about to get crazy right now. And I heard about a piece that you did. I heard about a piece that you did, you know what I'm saying? Throughout the grapevine and all that, man. My ear was yeah, to the street. You coming through to spit that joint that you No, spit, no, no. Man. What piece? What piece? What piece? I heard about this piece you did on the show, man, that you just came I and just the killed. Name of it. it was a new joint you wrote. New piece. But uh okay. yeah, yeah, I heard about it. I heard about it. I'm just saying it got it got to my ears, man. I don't know if you're gonna spit that or you was gonna spit that. But uh, I heard yeah, about this piece. What's the name of that piece, Mo? Wait, was it Mustard Faith? Mustard Faith? I know. I don't know if that's the name of it. I know it's a new you piece. Had just wrote it. It was a new joint. You came and spit it like two weeks ago. Well, it's two, Iron Sharp Design. It's two of them it that I did. Great. What's the name of the other one? I'll, I'll tell Magic you. Magic and Music. Yeah, I think it was that. I think it was that. I don't know now. <laughs> Magic and music. I'm with it. Let's go. So wait, no, nah, he don't even know which one it is. <laughs> so since you've been gone a long time, I'm going to let you decide. I, I wrote two new ones because, you know, I haven't been writing like that. And uh, Magic and music is one of them. And the other one is Mustard Faith. Mm. 
Now, I, I, I thought it would have been Mustard Faith that you wanted to hear, but I don't know now. Well, well Mustard Faith well, is, is compelling. It was bar heavy, man. I'm telling you. I don't remember. Just do your thing. All right, I'm going to do Mustard Faith because Spirit says just go with God. And All right, let's do. go. Mustard's Faith. Let's go. Spirit <laughs> said just go with God, baby. Just go with God. And uh, this is Mustard Faith. And it goes like this. Told him, my faith is like a mustard seed. Could be small, but this got feels. It got legs. Meaning I prayed from my head to my stead. My blessings in the lessons. Too many eggs in one basket, petite. I used to draw with my feet. Now I sketch like a nomad, walking distant lands like an implant or unit input retreat. I AI like Tesla, this Apple core. My principles build God first like a shore. They bank. Too many names, too many Orishas to think. I chanced the rapper with my old holes. It was dank. The way I kept the faith, I monk or wank. No Morrison, this Moors. Two O's got them pores, not poles. I slide molecules into hydrogen, oxygen compounds. My genetic makeup creates sonic boom sounds. This DJ got turntables with cables linked to the spectrum. My vibes release the beast. This one is for the streets, for the heat. Hell holes for the unright. The gods are real. Utilize the Orishas to heal. You see, Ifa is the foundation. They won't televise the revolution on your radio stations. They need you lost, diseased, confused, and painful disbelief. You atheists want proof? Grab a Bible and come taste this fruit. My apple tree has seeds. This my first take. I analogy my frames off the plate. I'm a dropper of frame. Don't hate the player. Relearn the game. We pray, then we start our day. You must give your creator your gratitude, or the results will be lent by your constant attitude. You see, the energy never lies. We come to this plane to master, then die. Ask me how I know I have connections who samurai. You think you navigate this plane by your lonesome? I beg to differ. Your ancestors laid the bricks before you. Now you can try to rebuild new bricks, or you can ease on down the yellow road. Even in Oz, the wizard was just a fable. This earth, so this isn't actually gonna be cable. TV, Optimum, Turner, I plug out just to plug back in. You see, we have lost too many soldiers. In wars, no one ever wins. This mustard faith is for all the kin. It matters not the color of our skin. You see, it's all about the magic that we hold within. And... 
shit like that, shit like that, shit like that. Down the Mongo, Mongo. Down the Mongo, Mongo. Mustard's Faith. Yeah, this was dope. You said, you said I AI like Tesla. <laughs> said I AI like Tesla. Yeah, that was a bar. That was a bar. Yeah, this piece was fire, Mo. This piece was fire. Uh, that the the faith aspect, you know, because I, I guess it comes from that uh, that saying in the Bible: if you have a mustard seed of faith, you can move mountains. If you ever seen a mustard seed, a mustard seed. I'm a chef, so I, I you know what I'm saying I, I work with mustard seed, and um. It's very, very, very small. Very small. Which which kinda, you know, sheds a light on how how powerful faith is. How powerful it is to manifest. You need in faith. Uh I thought this was profound and thought provoking. Very thought provoking. And it has some bars in it too. What you thought about it, Payne? Thank you, Kim. Yeah, this was dope. I think this was the piece I was talking about. Um, this was dope, man. I like the part when you said you got samurais in your navigation. That was dope. Uh, yeah, man. Um, I appreciate you for coming through with this piece. I love. Thank you. That's the that, that that that's 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 the first lady. It's the first lady of the compo. She didn't get that. She didn't get that position. Just you know what I'm saying. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? She just didn't get that. We didn't give her that position. You know what I'm saying? She had to earn that position. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? All right, man. Mad love to the family. Thank you, King. Most definite, Queen. Most definite. And welcome back. Thank you. Thank you for the prayers and the well wishes as well. You know what I'm saying? You already know how we do. Yeah, all day. You know what I'm saying? We family all day. All day. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I appreciate you, Queen. All right, Payne. It's like we 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 dwindling down. The list is closed. I apologize if you didn't get that iron in before uh, LF finished her piece. I do apologize. Next on the mic, Wolf. I was in the building. Okay. Let's <laughs> <laughs> bring him out for the oh. stage, man. <laughs> <laughs> Been living most our lives, living in the gangsters' paradise. <laughs> What's going on, Mouth? I got I just, P Black. Welcome back, my brother. Oh man, oh, man, feels good to be Ooh. back. It feels good to be back. But yeah, yeah. hey, yeah, we must feels, man. We. <laughs> Ah man, it feels good to be back, man. I seen some things going down, man. I've been I've been having my ear to these streets, man. You know what I'm saying? I heard the uh the Cupid theme. The Cupid theme that went on over on Wolf Hours, man. Yeah, we yeah, we had to get to it. Cupid came through with his goals. Yeah, man. Cupid Cupid came through and shut shit down, man. <laughs> 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 but Cupid, look, 
Cupid spoke his piece of that piece though. He was like, he was hey, hey, Cupid did come, he, he came with the he came he came with that real real man. I ain't gonna lie. We we had to squash the beef. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Cause you know, Cupid came one hundred. We had to respect that. But nah, I mean, you know, some blood some blood was shed. Come down. I got there late. <laughs> I got there late. I missed it. <laughs> yeah, Payne was a bit late, man. He missed all that, man. But I'm saying, yo, man, but Cupid Cuba came through, man. With that PC spit though. Man. Yeah, man. I, yeah, man. I, yeah, I heard it, man. It was <laughs> Silence. Silence. <laughs> <laughs> no, Payne killed that shit, man. Um we had that much time to really put it together and, and also shout out to uh uh, Tender Miss and uh, LC Lady Crucible Man and um, Melissa Katana Gaze, they was in that shit on in on that shit too. At the last minute, like let's get it, you know, we had to go into an empty little room on Clubhouse and rehearsal and all that. Ain't even get to do that. Uh-huh. Yeah, we had to improv this part, really. You know what I mean? We talked about <laughs> on the phone, but sh- that shit was dope. Yeah, it came no, through. No. It, came, it, it was very. It, it had it had a compo feel to it, man. <laughs> it had a had a compo feel that's to that, it, man. That's that. That's that Wolf Hours compo feel. <laughs> <laughs> that's what happens. That's what happens. No, for real, no. <laughs> hey, man, but yo, you know, any, anytime, anytime you got Wolf Hours and compo. Pull up on a project, you know, it can't, it ain't got no choice but to be dope. Yeah, it was that, that was dope, man. That was dope. That was dope. I ain't even gonna front. That was dope. That was dope. I ain't gonna front. And the improv, the, you know what I'm saying? Because you went real good with the improv. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you went real good with the improv. You know what I'm saying? It's like, all right. That shit, that, hey, I was worried. I was like, can we pull this shit off, man? Can we pull this? Yeah, that jump was dope, man. It off, man. That I was mean, dope. The walls got down. They did their thing. Went to the little window. You know, you heard a little sound effect. Yeah, the sound effects, dope. everything's right on point, man. It was right on point, man. That jump was right on point. <laughs> Make sure y'all go check the replays. Yeah, man. check that replay check out, the man. Replays, yeah, y'all check the replays. What's dope? All right, what you got yeah, for the I'm, people, I'm, man? No, you gonna spit my something. Black History piece, man. We had this picture was the picture prompt for Wolf Hours, so we wrote to that. So I'm gonna spit that piece. All right. No, if you don't, if you wanna know, you know, just keep my PTR. You'll see. Yeah, I got it right now. Right, I've seen this picture too. I this picture it. is dope. Yeah, that, that's something yeah, serious, man. This picture's dope. Shit, serious. Um, it's called Be the Change. Mm, be the Change. Let's go. All right. I can see my reflection in the curls of a hair. Bodies laid bare, burning and mangled, necks strangled by ropes held by the hands of pale onlookers as they stare. Peering in the eyes of the parents of so many children who met their demise and the image of their souls speak bold troops, the smell of Strange fruit that mild odorous scent populates the skies. A mother cries, Why did this happen to my baby? Shady dealings behind closed doors left us uncovered and exposed, barefooted, traveling on roads of broken glass, hoping to find an answer to all the questions left in the aftermath. Jehovah hopefuls clash with. Minds of revolutionaries who say by 
any means necessary. Speeches made about ringing freedom while men and women were slayed in city streets protesting peace, hungry for righteousness with no hands to feed them. You can see them in the curls of her hair, eyes glare with hate as a young black girl takes the first step in all in an all-white school to integrate, surrounded by the Jakes, sworn to protect her while Polly waits with discontent meant to intimidate behind the gates. It's all fake. This system is manic, designed to cause panic, systematically, dramatically infused image of the dead bodies, bloody bodies of black youths lying in the street, broadcasting on our TVs and phone screens for all to see. You've got to be fucking kidding me. Me praying my kid will be free of this only to bear witness to the same lame-ass bullshit. We are still looking to breathe truth's clean air with our nose stuck in America's sweaty armpit. They're the misfits. These pretentious half-wits got us fooled because our truth, they know where to go find it, but we don't. Unless you look in a book, but we won't. Insanity is defined as to keep doing the same thing, expecting a different result. But who's to blame when you've tried every different thing, but the result hasn't changed? Oh, shit. About ready to hit the street with the heat. Let that thing bang, fire, cracker, oppressor, oppressor, make his story by story, scribe a different chapter, not new, but different. New don't do shit. Just have us in new chains and new shiny shackles in the same shit. But different is the opposite of same. It's holding your head up, not down in shame. And if we want to be in a different position, then we have to be the change that we want to see. Mouthpiece, what that mouth do. Wolf hours and iron sharpens iron. That's that bend. Shit like that. Shit like that. Shit like that. Yonder Monko, Monko. Yonder Monko, Monko. Be the change. Be the change. Be the change you want to see in the world. This poem was fire, mouthpiece. This was fire, man. This was fire. Because uh, be the change. You know, they, they, they used to say that statement, oh, pull yourself up by the bootstraps. Pull yourself up by the bootstraps. Yeah, you can make it work. Nah, the goalposts keep on changing. You know what I'm saying? The goalposts keep on changing. They say they're going to do something. Like, I seen this one this one brother back in the, I guess, back in the 60s. They had him, like, videotaped, and he was talking. Like, he was in the barbershop. You guys probably seen this. And um, he was like, you know, he said, we take you at your word. You say you're going to be better than be better. You know, you say you're going to do something, do it. Honor your word. And um, the word has never been honored in this country, man. I seen this one sister, she she did this poem, and she was she was going off, and she said at the end, she was like, uh, 
you better be happy. It's it's equality we're looking for, not revenge. Come on, somebody. Now it, it, it gets to that point, like you know what I'm saying. Like it gets to that point, like you keep on playing the same card. Like like you got a person that's trying because. You can't tell me, man. You cannot tell me in this country. Because our image right now, black America. I'm not talking about blacks all over the world. I'm talking about black Americans. We got this image, this stigma attached to us as though we're lazy. Which is very fucking odd. Being the fact that all of your labor came from the backs of our ancestors for free. For free. Free fucking labor. But you have the nerve to say that we're lazy. Under under violence, man. Indeed. And it didn't stop there. Yeah, it didn't stop there. We had to go through the slavery, had to go through the Jim Crow. Then we go through the Reconstruction. Then we go through the, you know what I'm saying, all all the fucking shit that happened in the civil rights. Like, it, it, it was just, it's crazy. Shit on top of shit. And each time at each venue, you're saying, okay, if you do this, you'll be accepted. If you do this, you'll be accepted. You do this, you'll be accepted. And it never comes because the goalpost keeps on changing. And um, it's poems like this, like Payne was talking about accountability. It's poems like this that that need to be and need they need to be heard, you know, because it's not just in our heads, you know what I'm saying? It's not just in our heads until everybody see the shit and speak out against right. it. That's when it would change. So we definitely got to be the change. Take accountability for the shit, you know. You see what's going on. Like this is 2024. We still talking about this shit. It's crazy. Let me let me tell you something, man. Eventually, though, I ain't gonna front, brother. And I'm gonna say this shit. I'm gonna stand on business. All that talking and marching shit gonna have to go. It's gonna be time for some action. Cause yeah, man, you can't keep allowing these fuckers. Tired of marching. That marching shit is over. In this day and age, it's yeah, over. It's, it's time for some action. Cause I'm telling you, that's all. It's like, man. Something. I'm telling you that that line about taking this heat, hit the streets. That's real. Yep, this is the sentiment a of, of a lot of like people. You know I mean? A lot of a lot of people is getting to that point where they want to see immediate, immediate change. You can't. <laughs> you can't, man. You can't. You can't blame. Mm-hmm. You can't blame. Like, 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 I'm gonna say this last thing. Like Tupac said, Tupac said this, man. And he said, yo, he said, it's like we knocking on the door and you got a whole bunch of food in, in, in there, and we ain't got no food, and we knocking the door, we singing, please yeah. let us in, yeah. we open up the door, we hungry, please give us some food, let us in, and then you open the door, you say, no, you ain't getting nothing, but in the background, we can see all the fucking meat and all the shit, all the f- festivities going on, and we knocking on the door, like, please let us in, let us eat, uh, right. he said, at a point in time, it's gonna be like, man, fuck that shit. I'm blast, get my gun. I'm blasting I'm through blast, the door, and it, yeah, and it, it's whatever. It's whatever. It's coming. You see what I'm saying? And it's it's getting there, man. It's really getting there. So uh, it's pieces like this that bring that type of awareness, man. But pain, what you thought about it, bro? Um, yeah, mouth man, I appreciate this piece, man. You, 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 you get me in the military mindset. <laughs> give me the military mindset in this piece, man. Pointing, pointing fingers. There's accountability. We point fingers, man. It's you. You the problem. I like when you said we got our nose. I think you said we got our nose in America's sweaty armpit. Is that what you said? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, made me think about like. 
that made me think about the Statue of Liberty. Like that mm. bitch armpit fucking stink. Funky as shit. Filthy. Filthy. Lady Justice. Lady Justice too. What justice can you administer when you can't even see? If you blind, you can't right. see what the fuck is going on. How you gonna administer justice? You know? Yeah. Justice is blind my ass. <laughs> you talking about? There's so, <laughs> so much contradiction in that statue, but yeah, um, yeah, that statue is crazy. I appreciate you for uh, I appreciate you for coming through spitting that man, because I know you know you live below the major the major Dixon, so I know you know you spit this. It could be burning crosses in your yard. <laughs> you got problems with the folks down there. No, so that's, you, that's, real, you, that's real. No, because as a kid, I experienced that shit. Mm. Like um, being chased by these crazy looking white. I'm like a joy, like five. I'm like eight years old. These grown ass men chasing us through the neighborhood with bricks and logs and shit. Nah, mm. that shit is real. So when I say this, shit, I mean it. Mm. I'm saying on business with minds. I'm telling you, it's coming a time though. Retribution gonna come. <laughs> it's not gonna be pretty, man. Mm-hmm. It's not. You know what I mean? And some of these cats sitting up in here, you know, all cozy and comfortable, but that shit ain't gonna be comfortable for your ass in a minute. The coon is over for you. <laughs> it's over for you, coon. Man. And I, and I, ain't saying, I ain't saying to be like, you know, aiming at the Caucasians. I'm just saying the people that, that the people who aimed at know who was aimed at. You know what I mean? You know, you know what Sergeant Waters said. Payne, you know what Sergeant Waters said. You know what I'm saying? In the soldier story. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> he said, the time of the Geechee is over, nigga. <laughs> the day of the Geechee is dead. It's dead, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> you over there, Sam Boney and shit. Nigga, that's, that's dead. Waters, man. Listen. <laughs> This, this Sergeant Waters is my favorite character in the soldier story. My <laughs> piece, I appreciate you coming up here. Yeah. Um, oh, spend that piece, man. Thank you, brother. Hey, man, one love my mic, man. Most definite, brother. All right, Payne. We getting close to the end now. Or oh, I'm assuming. Oh, yeah, there was a day where we appreciated you going upstairs singing <laughs> and, and dancing. Yes, a balsa. Yes, a master. <laughs> but today the Geechee dance, son. <laughs> <laughs> that was a powerful part of that movie, man. Pivotal. <laughs> All them Steve oh, Harvey's man. and shit. <laughs> All right. Coming up next, Taja. Oh, let's bring Taj on up to the stage. Hey, Taja, how you doing? Hi, how are you doing? Uh, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling real good. I'm glad. I'm glad to hear that. I missed you. I miss you too. Buck wild. I got to tell you, bro, in your absence... (laughs) In your absence, <laughs> I got a little long-winded with the pen, bro. Oh, word? <laughs> yeah, man. She really, you know, she been putting a little rough. She been putting a little rough on them palms, man. I just got to tell you, man, you missed out, bro. She been really, you know, she, you know, she ain't been doing that lazy shit no more. <laughs> <laughs> too. Now, when I'm disrespectful, <laughs> when I get there, they'll be like, oh, you're so mean to me. <laughs> that ass is grass. <laughs> I'm just speaking my truth. Whatever. <laughs> you ready? 
Oh, I'm ready. Yes, yes I am. <laughs> you got the mic. I was talking to Poetic. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm definitely <laughs> ready. <laughs> I'm definitely ready, Quick. Okay. In addiction, like pill capsules popped by handfuls, hallucinogens, consuming psychedelic nutrients, a cadence classified as exclusive, elusive, concealing like sweaters, then later revealed over projectors. Mimicking movement, surviving by any measure, it gets better. Displaying dominance with ink pens, layering vowels and consonants, draping vocals like veils. Protective. Thumbs puncturing cerebellums. Separating fails from successes. I don't write recreational. Only permanent statements that requires concentration and consideration. Hesitation capable of creating playwrights on stationery. I'm the... You're in all yet unable to make sense of it, no matter the length, talented. Markings from tear steams, creating streams upon contact, despite efforts of keeping it together. Quite the opposite. Agitation, shaking carbonation, requires patience, anxiously waiting for precipitation to change desolated environments, subliminally heavy passing weight requirements, peaceful ironically. Vibing, poetic philosophy, alphabetizing these color-coded woes chronologically. Boom. Shit like that, shit like that, shit like that. Down the Monko, Monko. Down the Monko, Monko. Did you, yo, did you see how she just turned it on, Pain? <laughs> like, like, it was like a switch. It's like a switch, like the performance, the performance voice just came on like you could see night and day. I always thought that was phenomenal, poets that can do that. Everybody can do that, like have a have a speaking voice, and then when it's time to perform, they get in performance mode, and it's a, it's a, it's an obvious difference. Uh, this was fire, man. The wordplay in this was sick. To the point where you said, this is where it ended at. You did a whole run on, you know, how, how you know, you don't write for recreation, you know. And um, you went, you, you just did a whole run on that. But it ended with playwright on stationary. Playwright on stationary. And I was like, damn. Like. That whole that whole scheme right there was fire. Was just fire, man. You just got away with words, Taja. And uh it's like, damn. Like you can see, like I wanna see you on stage. Like over over the phone, over the audio is one thing, man. I wanna see you perform on stage. Because you have a presence. You got a you got a you got a phone presence that's very, very noticeable. And I love the way you just turn it off and on. Like we 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 talking, and then when you got into performance mode, you just went in there with it, and um, it was a complete difference. Everybody can't do that, you know what I'm saying? I see some poets they get on the stage, like in 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 live arenas, they get on the stage and they talking. Uh, this is the poem I'm about to do, and that, and then they start spitting the poem, and it's their same identical voice, no pitch change, no nothing. That's not the same with you, you know, and uh. I, I just I can see it's very noticeable. But I thought this was a fire piece, man. 
and the wordplay was sick. Payne, what you thought about it? Um, this was a good piece. Um, I think I heard this piece before. <laughs> you did I not. Be- I you did not. I wrote it yesterday. Out of here. We gonna fight. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you know what it is, right? You need to switch. You know what it is, right? No, I don't. I ain't ex though. So go ahead. You can tell me. <laughs> We're gonna have a conversation about don't, this. Cadence. Don't, don't, don't we you. might be back to the cadence thing. You know what I mean? I might need I you to switch it. I might need you to wake up when you spin these poems, Taja. Stop sounding like you smoking a mile. Well. Don't have me smoking them out in. What want to do? This, this was dope. I thought I heard it before. My bad. It's okay. This was dope. This yeah. was dope. You know you dope, man. I just be trying to get you, you know what I'm saying? I'm just trying to get you riled up. I don't know why. Why do you, why do, you do that? <laughs> I want to hear you spit an angry poem while you angry. Okay, watch next. It's going to be directed at your ass. <laughs> yeah, I want to hear some anger. Same. Cause yeah. you always want to spit your poem after you blew a fat one. Why are you eating and talking to me? <laughs> Bye, Tajer. I appreciate Bye. you. Bye. I'm sending you the audience. Bye, Tajer. <laughs> oh man, that jump was fire though. Like the little sister, I never wanted. <laughs> 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 She'll bully, man. She always come here trying to bully me. <laughs> All right. Uh, next on the mic is Lady Truth. Lady Truth, let's bring on up to the stage. I'm going to share a poem I wrote like 20 years ago. <laughs> It's oh. called Listen My People. Listen my people. Listen my people. My people listen. The Constitution is supposed to be colorblind, recognizing one particular race, African Americans. That's what they call us. We keep accepting being disgraced. There are no natural chains. We enslaved in our minds. Coming against one another, it's time for us to wake up and shine. We must let go of the past injuries and take back what's rightfully ours. Our heritage is part of our niche. We've been surviving in poverty. is trying to remove the blinders from our eyes and see that the system is set up not to free you or me. Look through the eyes of faith and stop putting trust in flesh. It only leads to death. See, our music is screaming of lust and waste, and this is what we feed in our souls, and we wonder why the youth grow up so ugly and cold. Thug life, ratchet life, whole life. They're not even trying to fight, having pipe dreams. As I look at the TV screen, I see our communities, and we have been desensitized by the cries and lies and negative soul ties of the oppressor. We should be pressing towards the market of prize with unity. 
The only way to be free mentally is by changing our thinking, not addressing more shame, discriminating, hating, debating the lies. Forgiveness, forgiveness, forgiveness is the key to a real reality. See, I'm encouraging my people to make a stand for spirituality, not chasing out the materialistic things. We must put our treasures in things that make our souls sing. Knowing who we are and who we are. I'm going to say it again. Knowing whose we are and whose we are is very important. And let no man tell you otherwise. And you will be a light. You will be a light. You will be a light in dark places. Awakening mankind that hurting one another is not part of the plan. So listen, my people. My people, listen. So be it. Shit like that. Shit like that. Shit like that. Young the monk monk Young the monk monk 20 years ago and it's still relevant today. 20 years ago it's still relevant today. You know, uh yeah, man, profound peace. Profound peace. And the bell the uh the chime it it do something it do something you know i don't know if it's just bringing awareness or it's just it, but, but when you ring that bell and you sp- you spit in this piece it do something it causes some type of reaction and um i'm aware of it and uh this piece was dope it was dope it's still relevant today as it was 20 years ago pain what you thought about it when I heard that bell, I felt like she was summoning the ancestors. Facts. Something happened to me. <laughs> like, like, hold no, on. Y'all, y'all point. That's exactly what I was doing. When you understand the power of spoken word and you put them, them instruments to it, it's going to tear down some illusions. Mm. Yeah, that's immediately what I felt. I said, okay, she's summoning the ancestors. I immediately tuned into the piece. Um, yeah, man, that gave me, that's griot. That's what that is. That's Grio right there, what you did. Indeed. And, um, I appreciated it, man. It's just like that, uh, what I was talking about earlier about oral traditions and um, just making sure that we keep that going. We can't forget about the oral part of our history. And that's what that made me feel. And that's, that's, that's the vibration I got off that piece. Thank you, Lady Truth. Thank you, guys. Definitely, sis. Yeah, man, that's what it was, bro. Like the warrior woke up, you know, bing, like, like the you know the Thundercats. <laughs> you put the the symbol up there, like, yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Um. Next on the mic is uh beautiful butterfly. Beautiful butterflies, bring on up to the stage. Hey, beautiful butterfly. Hi. Welcome back, Poetic. Ah, I'm good. It feels good to be back. Thank you. What's good, beautiful? <laughs> Not much. I always do this when I get up here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> 
I be down in the audience like, I can't wait till my turn. I'm going to get up there and I'm going to let them know. And then I get up here and I be like, oh, my God, I'm up here now. <laughs> All by your lonesome. <laughs> okay. All right. So I got this piece uh, I'm working on. Just um, started working on it today. So <sighs> give me grace, please. Definitely. I called in black today. I woke up to blood on the soil again. Another brother, sister, black human being gunned down by the man, paid by the KKK. What a sin. I called in black today. Honestly, I'm afraid to get behind the wheel because there's a search for all black people. Beware. I called in black today. Why do you care? One less $40 you will have to pay out. Oh, I understand when you say it's short notice and Uncle Sam don't play about his slaves. I called him black today. I laughed when my boss asked, was I okay? No, I'm not okay. Black people continue to pay the cost. Same height, same build, same weight, they say, accusing us even when we don't look to fit the bill. Killing us is what they will. Like that is not an assault. So I called in black today. Look, boss, don't you dare make me feel less than because, see, you are a white man and will never have to call in black. What do you mean by that? See, even when it's a positive ID on a white perpetrator, they will end up being sent to jail with prepaid bail and a full belly fed at Burger King or something else. As long as they are fed, you get what I mean. But as far as me and my people, we can't even hide from the police. They will kill many just to get to one enemy. Just another way to say, get those black people back in fear of me. I'm Uncle Sam. I don't appreciate my slaves speaking freely. So now you know. And I'll continue to call in black as long as my PTO pays me and never decreases. Because over the spilt soil of my brothers and sisters in the street, see, black may age gracefully, but not when they putting a bullet in me, survived by a casket or two. But I'd be damned if I'm going to allow them to shoot me, too. So from now on, I'm going to call in black because I ain't got time to be looking at my own blood as soil in your back. Peace. Wow, I called in black today Wow, yeah, this is very thought-provoking I know you said you just started working on it You just started it today um, This is going to be a nice piece once you get it together in regards to your cadence and, you know, just bringing it together. The subject matter is right on point. Uh, I love the concept. I called in black. Yeah, I called in a day. Yeah, yeah, I'm calling in. Yeah, what, what, what's wrong? Yeah, I'm black today. <laughs> I'm black today, man. And um, I'm, I'm taking a day. I'm taking I'm taking one of my PTOs, you know. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I love the concept of this piece, man. And I know it's going to be a, a phenomenal piece once you put all the bells and whistles to it. Payne, what you thought about it? Um, if I'm not mistaken, 
uh, I called them black today. This was a prompt that was like floating around a while back. Am, am I right? Because I, 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 I did hear this term before. I called them black. I heard a couple of poems like that. Now, I'm not sure how many people, but the only person I ever heard was uh, Laquita Militon. Laquita. That, yep. that to me two hours ago. So I just wrote this. I didn't even write it, y'all. I just spit it. And she was mad at me because I didn't um, write it. But I told her, hey, I remember it because it's in my heart because of the pain is real. Mm. That's why. That's why I, rem- I think uh, yeah. Laquita, Laquita yeah, did that piece. Laquita. Yeah, she did uh-huh. that piece for her, uh, her, her joint for uh, uh, the competition, the Grand Grill. Right. She, right. she did that as an uh, audition piece, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, that's a fact powerful man powerful the powerful prompt but that i called them black because i was sitting there thinking i was like where did i hear this from i heard this before as far as that the concept but it's a dope concept and i really dug the piece too yeah i know i remember uh, hearing that prompt before i dug this piece as well um i really enjoyed your take um on that piece and um Again, this was some witty poetry. Uh, I really, I really enjoyed listening to it. Um, thank you for sharing this piece with us, beautiful butterfly. Thank y'all. I appreciate y'all. And again, welcome back. Ah, uh, thank you, sis. Thank you. Appreciate you too, Queen. All right. So, All right. So who? Uh, we- next. On the mic is Dope Female. Oh, let's bring Dope Female on up to the stage. <laughs> hey, Dope Female. How you doing, Quint? Hello. I'm good. I'm good. Hey, Rick. How you feel? I'm good, though, Fima. I'm glad you made it. <laughs> Thank you. Um, everybody's doing well. First, before I get started, I want to give an accurate, well, a shackling for Black on Black. Mm. Black on Black stands for Born Less Appreciated, Caucasians Knowingly Oppressed Negroes by Legally Adopting Criminal Killings. Mm. Expressing myself is a must. Being totally disregarded. Rendering feelings of injustice I. In my vulnerable state, consumed with such hate, knowing that I've been taught better. Conflicted with the common sense I've been raised to represent, and that in which my soon have to repent, compel to strike the match, set the flame, Making sure y'all know my fucking name. Strutting with class and a twist in my ass off into the distance. Feeling no shame. You see, they'll think twice before they fuck with me. I may be small in size, but with the will of the almighty, you see, I am. Intelligent in my own right, I cop allowing time to pass until day drifts into night. Hey, lion. At my best, even on my worst day, I drip. Never slip confidence, easily concede this cockiness. Oh, how I sit and reminisce those days. Filled with such ignorance, physical, mental, and emotional abuse at its finest. 
you would assume I was a victim. <laughs> Not me, because I'm deeply rooted. Water from the ancient rivers that sustain me. Thick skin, slight bend, but break as they take. Nothing for me but notes, because I, I offer it freely, because eventually they'll need it. Drowning in confusion, wondering how in the hell Shaq did it. How I changed the game, I remained the same as you know it. And it's that kind of thinking that got your ass where you are today. Petty thoughts, spent as I slay, they say that pressure burst pipes. Well, it's either that or some mighty motherfucking fight. Either way, shit, right? Because I've earned this title. You consider me your idol, so I float like a butterfly, sting with the intent to leave my stamp. Because I am that champ, and although your thoughts of me can never penetrate the essence of my maturity, Dimming not the lights that have set your ass free. You see, the truth requires no proof. Spoken in the words of India Irie, I am that now and I'm going to forever be. Shaq G, say that shit with me. She has amazing qualities. Come on. Shit like that, shit like that, shit like that. Down the Monko, Monko. Down the Monko, Monko. The truth needs no proof. Either it is or it isn't. Profound. Powerful. This is a new piece, um, Dope Female. I never heard this piece before from you. No, it's, it's, just, it's a very rare to do that piece. Mm. Yeah, this is dope, though. Can you do that acronym one more time for me? Black on black stands for born less appreciated. Caucasians normally oppress Negroes by legally adopting criminal killings. Damn. That's an acronym for your ass right there. Oh, man. Yeah, this piece was this piece was fire, though. I never heard this. I, I, I don't think I ever heard this piece before. But uh, I really dug your uh, delivery of it. Uh, the subject matter, you know, that's on point. That's right up my alley. And uh, I thought you did a great job with it. I thought you did a great job with it. You had a lot of you had a lot of dope, witty lines in this piece. And, uh, yeah, it was dope. What you thought about it, Paint? Yeah, I definitely thought it was slick. Um, I think I heard you spit this before, but um, I definitely thought this poem was very slick. Um, and I appreciate you coming to sharing that with us, though, female. You're welcome. I give you, if it's okay, I give you one last acronym. I give you Emmett Till. Mm. Emmett Till stands for every melanated man experiences trauma that triggers insufferable life lessons. Damn. That's a poem in itself. <laughs> That's a poem in itself. Every melanated man. Say what? I said you nice with them acronyms. Facts. Because <laughs> they don't, they're not forced. You know what I'm saying? They're very coherent. And you know what I'm saying? It's like, it's not like you forcing these acronyms, man. Right, they don't reach. They're not reaches. Yeah, not reaches. Exactly. They're not, they're not reachy at all. They're like right there on point, man. Like profound. I think I gave you one. I think I gave both of y'all one. Yeah, I got mine. I forgot. I forgot mine. Uh, 
uh, poetic. Black probably wrote his down. <laughs> I remember mine. I got. I, we got the audio. We keep the files over here. We keep the files. Thank y'all so much. I really appreciate y'all. Most definitely, sis. All right, take it. All right, Payne. How we looking, brother? We gonna circle back to Poppy. I saw Poppy up here. Oh yeah, yeah, Poppy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Let's do that. What's going on, Poppy? What's up, y'all? Y'all got a powerful room going tonight, baby. Oh yeah, man. Welcome back, Black. It's the vibe, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's it's definitely the vibe, man. It's a vibe in here tonight, man. Our ancestors is running through these these clubhouse streets, crazy. <laughs> What's going on with you, though, sis? Man, everything's blessed, man. Blessed. Happy to catch the room. Happy. Welcome back. Welcome back. Oh, thank you. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. You know, I watch your Wednesdays, your, your Wednesday motivations, your Monday motivations. You know what I mean? I'll be, I'll be, I'll be, I'll be watching them joints, man. Always got something dope and positive to say, man. I appreciate you, Queen, for real. Hey, blessings on that, man. Thank you so much for your support all the way around the map. You know, you done came, jumped on, all that. <laughs> Most definite, most definite. What you got for the people tonight, man? Turn up, turn up in your in your fashion. How you do? I actually got some new sh- um, that I wrote today, so I guess I'm gonna turn up with that one. Oh right. Have a, um, I don't have a name for it yet. We'll make a name for it. Bet that. You see, I was homeless, not hopeless. So during that time, I remained focused on the things that matter. Refusing to accept shatter because it's harder to make that whole. I control the only thing that I could control and learn how to roll with the punches because them shits hurt. I mean, in the streets, I was known to put in work, but this was a different kind of fight. Having to learn another way to bob and weave, taking baby steps until I started to feel I succeeded. Not once dropping to my knees, but looking up for everything that I need. First thing I achieved was peace. But then again, that's just comfortable in the mind. Now that I'm thinking about it, maybe I was looking for home that whole time. You see, I was reading all the signs, but none read rent or sale. They said prevail. Time to make your voice raise hell. I mean, tell your tale in full detail. The last sign I knew all too well. As long as you keep trying, you could never fail. But I don't own a place, so how could I know my place? Sleeping in a cold garage with all my fears at large, but they offered me everything but warmth. Going through this storm, you see, I'm thankful for the shelter that kept me from getting wet. But why am I drowning? Never frowning, I kept a smile plastered. Something about they laughter. I mean, it was like gas to every task. I'm on go. But remember to slow down to read the signs. They said, prevail. Take Keep trying, you'll never fail. Learning through trial and error, knowing it could get better because shit can always get worse. Peace was the first, but I long ago obtained. Now I'm looking for my range because there's no lane for the insane except for the asylum. But I'm trying not to be the jack in the box. You wind me up, I'm for sure to pop, so I hop, hop right along trying not to trip. No vac- no time for vacation because the whole time I was looking for a home because I lost the person in which I belong. But she left me with all the signs. They said, prevail. 
Take your time and take your voice and raise hell. I mean, tell your tale in full detail. The last sign I knew all too well. As long as you keep trying, you'll never fail. And that's that piece. Shit like that. Shit like that. Shit like that. Powerful. Powerful. Self-reflective. Powerful piece. Powerful piece. Yeah, man. Uh, this night has been crazy. I don't know just because it's been Black History Month, but the pieces that's been coming up, that's been coming up tonight, man, have been thought provoking. You know, I mean, really, really thought provoking. You know, allowing me personally, allowing me to think about certain things and just just ponder and marvel on certain things, man. And uh, this poem was no exception. I'm trying to think of a perfect name for it. Trying to think of a perfect name for it. But uh, this is very self-reflective, man. Powerful piece, man. And uh, I thought you did a great job. Payne, what you thought about it? Man. Um, This mic has been enchanted, I feel like, tonight, man. This is what spoken spoken words, um, this is what written words get spoken for. Um, the kind of vibes I got from this piece, man, just the whole, just the whole experience of listening to you recite this piece. Um, I really, really appreciated it, Poppy. I thank you for coming through with that, man. It's just, you, you, you gave me the vibes. Most definitely. Yeah, thank y'all so much. I'm still working on how I'm going to deliver it, but I'm going to get there. Yeah, once you put your sauce on it, you know what I mean? Now you put your sauce on it. You put your sauce on it, you know, you're just working on it now. But I'm just talking about the content, the subject matter. It's like, it's right there. It's right there. Profound, though. Yeah, it's been, a, it's been an amazing night of poetry, man. Amazing night. Bro, I want to say... uh I'm almost afraid to say out loud what was the point of the show where we made this turn to revolutionary. Mm. I don't want to say it out loud, but uh, I just want to say that the poet responsible to me for tonight's shift (laughs) is Elizabeth. Was an unexpected soul. Uh yeah, what's what's Elizabeth got her Jane Elliott on? It was a rap after that. Elizabeth came up there <laughs> with her white fist up. <laughs> she started a revolution. Uh yeah, well, it's well worth it though, man. Yeah, well worth it, man. Oh, the pieces we heard tonight. Yeah, man. I'm in my I'm in my fields, man. I'm in my fields. My name is Poetic right, Black. Emphasis on the black. All right, let's go. Let's, let's go. Let's go. Next on the mic is the collector. Oh, the collector. I ain't here to collecting, man. What's going on with the collector? Bring the brother on up here. How you been, brother? Peace, King. Peace, man. How you been, man? It's been a minute. I heard you been feeling well, whatever. 
Yeah, man, I was. I, they tried to take me out, man. Try to take me off the board, man. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm I'm back, man. I'm I'm feeling good, man. Feeling strong, man. A lot of prayers, a lot of well wishes, man. I appreciated all of it, and um, yeah, man, I'm back though. Feeling good though. Feeling real good. That's what's up. Definitely. What's up. I got some. Um, I was here what two weeks ago? I was on here two weeks ago, man. I was looking for you. Yeah, man, I was out. I All right, so yeah, man, let me hear you, brother. I didn't hear you in a minute, man. We hurt ourselves sometimes for the sake of peace. We bite our tongues and swallow the blood and bile, poisoning ourselves for others' comfort. We dare not offend our loved ones by spitting out our grievances on the floor, so we swallow our tongues. We don't make the obvious known, demanding you learn more about the words you use like misogyny and toxic masculinity. Baby, stop you hurting me when you laugh at me. Named our vessel insecurity because we lack emotional intelligence. But what's its relevance to our relationship? And we go down with the ship because we've been given the title captain, but with none of the authority, just all the blame. We're a mockery. Shame that when we're in trouble on the water and the storm's brewing, you're quick to use your life raft and abandon ship. But when the water's calm, all hands on deck, you don't remember none of that shit. But we don't talk about that, though. We don't acknowledge how hope floats. Our interest is in the other treasure, sunken below the salty sea that we feed with our tears, our blood, our fears. The queen has no interest in details. We must provide the booty. While keeping other buccaneers at bay the whole time, it'd be our first mate plotting our mutiny. And we, we fall on our own blades. Poem. Shit like that. Shit like that. Shit like You made some deep points in this piece, right? What's the name of this piece, Collector? called the high seas the high seas yeah you said something that was deep in here man you said uh you said we supposed to be the captain but we don't have no authority and uh all the blame and get but get all the blame that's that's deep man that's deep i know a lot of sisters don't like to hear that word like control you can't control me, you know what I mean? And uh I heard Farrakhan say, and uh he said he said this, and when he said it, it was real deep to me. It was profound, in fact. He said, uh he said, You cannot protect what you cannot control. He said you cannot protect what you cannot control. And um I thought that was I thought that was just profound. And I, and I thought about it in the sense of like you driving in a car, but you don't know how to drive. Everybody in that car is at risk, including yourself, you know, because you don't have control over that vehicle. And likewise, you know, sometimes control, you hear the word control and uh, a lot of times they get the bad, the bad connotation to it. Oh, 
I'm not your slave and, and all of this. But uh, at the end of the day, you know, you're asking for uh, you you ask for something that that you can't deliver on if certain requisites are not met. And uh, I thought this poem was it was short, but it, it, it really hit to the point. Why not? Not in an accusatory accusatory term or like trying to pass the blame. But why asking the question? Like, how do you expect me to do this if I don't have this? You know, and um, I just thought that was deep, man. I thought it was deep. Dope poem, bro. What you thought about it, Pink? Yeah, yeah, go ahead, brother. What you saying? I, I actually wrote this uh, for a friend of mine who was going through a divorce. Mm. And, um, the first, first two lines was actually uh, the first thing I said to him because sometimes you don't, sometimes you say something to somebody or if they're going through something, you'd be like, oh, it's going to be all right. And sometimes it's not going to be all right. Like they got a whole bunch of hell to go through. Mm. before it actually all right and you just can't lie to them sometimes you just gotta tell them the truth like yo it's gonna be some hell like sometimes we just we just going through some shit like i said sometimes we hurt ourselves sometimes for the sake of peace we do that you know Mm. we hurt ourselves sometimes just to make sure that other people are happy and he was like yeah you're right so yeah that's where that come from yeah, man, profound, man. I definitely, I, I definitely uh, got the sentiment. But Payne, what you thought about it, bro? Man, sometimes, man, you gotta go through hell to get peace or peace of mind. And I dug what you said, man. Sometimes it's not gonna be okay, man. So, and 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 to accept that is okay, you know. It, it it's it's the sometimes salvation and a peace of mind and just peace. Period. It's it's hell to go through to get there sometimes, man. And um, sometimes, especially when you're dealing with women. I appreciate this piece, man. Uh, <laughs> it really resonated with me a lot. Man. <laughs> Sound like a little disdain at the end of that. Yeah, especially when you're dealing with women. <laughs> I, I'll put it like this. Every, every, every brother that I've, re- I've read this to, felt it immensely and every sister that I've, I've read this to have found it insightful i'll put it that way mm. yep they eat a side eye i know it's a couple of sisters gave a side eye mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah man yeah man Shout out to your friend, man. I hope he pulled through okay. But like you said, man, it's not going to be okay right away. Sometimes you got to get there, man, because you you went through a lot to get to where you are. And that re, that rebuilding process and that whole thing is the thing, man. I appreciate this piece. Thank you, Collector. I appreciate you coming through with that. Definitely, brother. No problem, man. Y'all be easy. Definitely. You too, King. All right, Payne. How we looking? How we looking? You on mute, bro? If you talk, yeah, we got about one it. more. We got one more on the mic, and then I think I got a closer. I might got a closer. All right, all right, all right. But closing up the queue, 
is Russ. Oh man, you bringing Russ up for the last? This 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 is beautiful, man. Bring Russ on up to the stage, man. What's going on, Russ? What's going on, bro? Well, first of all, I'm so happy to see you back, Poetic Black. Ah, uh, thank you, man. Thank you, I, my brother. I, I can't, I can't imagine what the path has been, but I'm so glad to see that you're healed enough to be with us. Thank you, man. I appreciate it, man. All the well wishes, the prayers. Uh, I really appreciate it, man. Thank you, man. Yeah. All right, shall I just get into this then? Can you hear me okay? Yeah, we hear you good. All right. Um, uh, this, I wrote this piece a while ago, but I've uh, cleaned it up quite a bit uh, more recently. It was based on a prompt, and the prompt was The Legacy I Leave. Mm, legacy I Leave. So delicate it is to delegate meaning, to pour from a thimble full of symbols to signify the entirety of my life. A legacy I leave, a generational relay race. When I run the leg I see, I move twice as fast to make up for the stumbles of forebears just to draw even. I'm like, it's on. They sat on the baton for far too long before passing it to me. So what did I do? I came out the gate determined that their fate would never be mine. My time trial was a doomed notion that one could ever leave it all behind. This conviction played out predictably. If you're paying attention, you can see how their history is stuck to me. Soul sniper, trained on every fiber. I felt like a paper tiger. I sought a papal legate for a message of peace, but I only got fleece, barely survived the tithe. See, the discord was supraordinal, so hard. Next, I found a card-carrying cardinal doling out pardons like bounce checks. Look, I didn't start off with a full deck, but I emerged from wreckage. No, not a phoenix, but a magician who needed a project. Watch my sleight of hand, sleight of mind. Blink, and you'll miss me plucking Fear and the ace of hearts from behind your ear. That makes me a card collector. It protects me from being sold short in the secondhand section. But card sharks leave bite marks. So now I'm aggrieved. I perceive the need for leave taking. I'm half baked. I quake in the face of forsaking lakes of tears in favor of avoiding fears. Maybe this is what a banana peel feels when we slip on them. Another one bites the destiny. Whoops, there goes the best of me. I'm in the grip of a stiff upper lip. Wounded birds, my kryptonite. If my light could render sight to the blind, I'd leave this vine behind. But I guess I'm the mindless kind. 
in my family. We distilled strange brews. We buried news about bruises, contusions, to confuse who wins, who loses. A kind of witness protection, see? It's high time for a legacyectomy, a surgical art of falling apart in favor of starting anew. In the new legacy, I'll leave sheaves of poems like Jigsaw. I'll assemble them in the shape of a new law towards justice, towards freedom, verbs and nouns to announce a new sheriff in town. It might be too late for me. But as for my progeny, I made them deputies to craft a new legacy, new frames to break chains to set them free. And peace. Shit like that, shit like that, shit like that. <laughs> That was fire. That was fire. That was fire, man. Your wordplay is sick, Russ. <laughs> the leg I see. The leg I see. <laughs> and then the, the buried news. The buried news. That was that was profound to me. You know, a lot of times, you know, my family as well. You know, big ass elephant be in the room. We'll we'll sweep that joint under the rug. You got that. Sweep it right under the rug. And everybody act like they don't see the big lump in the in the carpet. You know, and um that's a real thing. And uh this is liberation right here, you know. You you talking about, you know, about freeing yourself from that that generational curse of of doing it the way you were shown. You know, at some point in time, somebody got to take the initiative and be like, it's going to be a new way now. You know, I really dug that part about the new sheriff in town. You know, it's a new sheriff in town. It's going to be a new way. And um, that's what we need. That's what we need. We need a new way. And uh, I thought this was very thought-provoking, man. And the wordplay was just crazy and sick in this, man. Uh, like always, Russ, you always, uh, you always seem to like really make me think and, uh, I really appreciate it. Payne, what you thought about this? I want to talk about the word, some of the word playing this poem, man. Hmm. Russ, you be saying some slick. He saying some slick shit, don't he? <laughs> he be saying some <laughs> slick shit or some fly by. <laughs> Yo. I you mean, said card a, sharks a, leave. There's a bunch of people I got to keep up with here. That's <laughs> you said card sharks leave bite marks. I, that was visual to me. I dug that. Uh, uh, it was something about banana peels, you said. Yeah, that banana uh, peels. That's how the banana peel feels. And you was like, whoops, there goes the best of me. That was dope. I think... Uh, you said something about your family distills strange brews. What yeah. was that line? Yeah, yeah that was dope. Up. And uh, my favorite was uh, the part about uh, you want to put, your, I think you said like your poems, put your poems in jigsaw so you could assemble a new law. Can you run that part back? Uh, yeah. In the new legacy, I'll leave sheaves of poems like Jigsaw. 
I'll assemble them in the shape of a new law towards freedom, towards justice, verbs and nouns to announce a new sheriff in town. Mm. Verbs and nouns to announce a new sheriff. Come on, I see what you be doing, Russ. I watch you. <laughs> <laughs> watching you, man. <laughs> oh, man, listen, I love what you do with this thing of ours, bro, and I appreciate you. Well, you know, this is one of my favorite rooms on the app. And, uh, uh, you know, I'm, I'm often uh, wrapped up at this hour, but I was very glad to get a chance to make it, you guys. Most definitely, I'm man. I'm glad you were too, brother. I appreciate you. Definitely, man. Oh, man. This has been a, a fantastic, phenomenal night of poetry, my brother, Pink. Right. And uh, in, your, in, your, in your normal fashion... It seems like you've managed to take someone from under your sleeve and present them as a closer. I do have a closer. I do have a closer. First of all, I want to send a shout out to the ladies of the compo. I like when we all, I like when we all together. I like it. I love it. I like compo unity. I like it. So shout out to the ladies of the compo, but I am about to call one of them to the stage. Okay. Okay. G money. Let's the voice of the compo. Let's, Let's go. Let's go. I was sure y'all closed y'all shit at ten thirty, but I appreciate it. You get, you get, you get, you definitely, you definitely, <laughs> you get, you get a special treatment, compo. <laughs> oh, I appreciate it. How y'all doing? Uh, I'm I came doing here good. Last week you won't hear black. We missed you. Yeah, you missed me a couple of weeks, man. I've been out. Of, I've been out of commission. <laughs> yeah, I came back. Oh man. Yeah, G. Because I was looking. Yo, you gotta hit me. I was, you changed your number more time than Russ changed his PTR. <laughs> <laughs> I hit y'all. I got word. Alright. What does it mean to grow from the asphalt? Devil or fallen angel? God brood or man-made? Is it my fault? I know that I can be gasoline, atomic bomb, DNA, burn shit down, energy. I can be a pothole turned wormhole. My skin looks like galaxy. My obscenities be safe words. I spit segregation out of the spaces in my teeth. When I smile, they say my natural hair makes them uncomfortable like collard greens rumbling in the belly. They can't help but to touch the rush of disgust makes them do strange things like follow in the footsteps of our salvation. They say that revolution they say that revolution shit stunts our people's growth, though, because they made guns with the ability to cut us down. The outrage was supposed to be silent. I can tell when they stare at me like I'm about to break another curse and make it worse. Black excellence is a rope I knotted and nicknamed perfectionist. When I look in the mirror, that be the image that hunts my pride, but I stare from the bottom up like... I'm staring at the strange fruit I could be. I don't look backwards anymore. I haven't stumbled since I was a toddler. So I grabbed my roots and ran. And because I am running, it is a reflex for my people to keep going, to join me. 
when the asphalt turns into grass. In peace. Shit like that. Shit like Ladies that. Shit like that. Shit like that. Yom the Monko. Monko. Yom the Monko. Monko. He said she ain't stumbled since she was a toddler. Facts. <laughs> That's compo right there, B. You know, you know how compo do, man. Come on, man. You know how compo do. Oh, man. This has been a great, great, great night of spoken word. Uh, everybody that touched the mic tonight, man, they blazed uh, some real thought-provoking pieces, man. Uh, don't forget tomorrow. Tell them the time, Payne. We're going to be over here. Eastern Standard Time. How many mics? We rookie season. We're doing everybody's very first album tomorrow. We're doing LL Cool J Radio. Yeah, we'll be in the Let's building. Go. So yeah, definitely, uh, we'll be in the building tomorrow for how many mics? Uh, yeah, uh, we got any announcements with the competition? We'll be listen. We're gonna listen next week. Iron Sharp and Zion, we're going to lay it out for y'all. The competition is back on deck. Uh, 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 we're going we're gonna to talk about that next week. But uh, that's what it is, man. All right, man. So I, I want to thank everybody for coming out, man. Uh, it felt good to everybody come out here, man. I see everybody. And um, it, was a, it was a beautiful welcoming, welcome back for black. And uh, I felt good, man. Everybody that, that spit tonight, you know, definitely brought something of worth of note and uh, i appreciate all you guys man so i always uh, want to send a special shout out to everybody that's been here since the beginning of the show that rocked out to the end always want to send a special shout out to y'all love y'all definitely definitely all right so uh we gonna see y'all tomorrow we'll be back with how many mics tomorrow but until then man we up out of here man love you guys Or the story. I, I thought the story, I thought it was a good story. I just felt like it was parts of the story that lagged a little bit for me. Your cadence, man, it, it captivated me. Me, it's just the sincerity in the piece. You know, I could feel that. And the emotion is always going with me over when I can feel, when I can feel that it's real. So it's, it was one of those pieces that, you know, where you're, you're waking you're waking people up you know what i'm saying bringing awareness it was an awareness home and i really dug it and i really dug the message behind it thank y'all very much i really appreciate it appreciate the space are you ready to enter the dojo here iron sharpen iron 